0: the JSA Clicks podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, onto the
1: show.
2: Hi everyone, this is the JSA podcast episode, I don't even know. Uh, we discuss the competitive HeroClicks environment, as well as any alternate formats that are currently relevant. Uh, I'm your host, Jack Smith, and today I am joined by my co-hosts, who are all much better at here clicks than me. We have uh, Devin. Hello. Also joining us is Jay.
0: Why are you spreading this information already? That's the exact opposite of what we're here for. You're totally better at clicks than like I am.
2: Eh, debatable. <laughs> Uh, today we're going to be discussing the Avengers 60th uh, set review. Uh, pretty interesting set. A lot of cool stuff. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and get started with the commons. We have 001 Black Panther. Uh, he's... Oops,
3: it sure he's 60- looks like a 001. Yeah. Ah, That's a Black Panther, all right. I've seen worse.
2: Yeah. yeah. He's He's fine. Uh
3: that uh that lower point dial is one click farther down than I wanted it to be.
2: Yeah. I mean it's it's not a bad power. I've it's come in handy a lot in sealed. So it's essentially AoE leadership. Yeah, so, I mean anything
3: with leadership in outwit is gonna
2: be completely fine and sealed. Yeah. They're good powers. Uh we got 002 Bowman. Uh one of the Hydra Four. And that's about it. He's a Hydra four.
3: What is this from?
2: I don't know.
3: The Hydra made a bunch of fake
0: Avengers at one point. I think it was in a Spider Man comic. Yeah, that's the stiff appearances.
3: Alright. I have not read it, apparently. Or I mean I may have, but it, I do not read it. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Terrible defenses. But only 40 points, so, you know, might be fine.
2: 40 points, sees through characters, penetrating damage, and sealed. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. fine. Uh, Monica Chen. I, I don't like this figure, because it has such a useless power. She's a 10-2 with stealth. And has a damage power. When a friendly character with a shield keyword attacks one or more characters, Monica Chen hit this turn. Modify her attack plus one. She's not hitting anybody,
3: <laughs> yeah, that's not fantastic. your what your three ranged attack no moving attack figure isn't hitting people all the time
2: it's i I see I this know. as either like take a power action, maybe attack somebody to hit to maybe get plus one attack or take a power action, use the shield team ability, yeah, really, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know not, not
3: great, and then. You can add robots to shield, but nobody cares about the shield keyword, so...
2: Hydra agent. <laughs> uh, yep, that's a generic Hydra agent, alright. Um, heals Hydra people when he dies. Has the team ability. That's about it. Doesn't
3: it. have Pulse Wave like the last 15-point Hydra agent.
2: Nope. But this one has 2 damage, so... Exciting. I don't know, upgrade, I guess? But not really. Yeah, uh, I think you know, that's fun. Yeah, Winter Soldier. Uh, this one is a fun little, little trait. If he's adjacent to a friendly character named Captain America, he can use an shield deflection. If he's adjacent to a friendly character named Falcon, he can use combat reflexes. Pretty thematic. I like it. Besides that, it's a common. Sure is.
3: Not terrible stats, but not fantastic. The sixth movement is a little sad.
2: You know what else is a common? This Captain America LMD. And that's what it is. Automata of Liberty. I I didn't know that he had LMDs, but I guess that's a thing. The appearance oh. is 1968,
3: oh. so... Oh, wow. Yeah. That's longer ago than I expected. I mean,
4: 18 Defend, and Shield for 34 is pretty
3: good. Yeah, that's true for sure. Yeah. And I guess synergizes as well with the Winter Soldier from the previous.
2: Yeah, I mean, five clicks for thirty is just yeah, it's with, with generically good stats and powers. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with this. Yeah,
3: this seems fantastic concealed
2: sealed. Yeah. Uh, we got Black Widow. Um, has a Faustian type trait. Uh, for all characters with this trait, when an opposing character within range and line of fire uses Perplex or Outwit, after resolution, we roll a D6. On a four through six, you deal a character one damage um it kind of How just
3: straight if it wasn't good
2: yeah and also she just has stealth and then charge the rest of her dial but stealth only on her top click why they're,
3: they're really following through on this reducing uh speed values
2: thing yeah moves from a six to 76. a four yeah four <laughs> i don't really think of black widow being that slow but whatever all right um. We have, I guess we should talk
3: about them changing the Avengers team ability.
2: Oh yeah, they did do that. So, uh,
3: what did they change it to?
2: So, Avengers. Used uh,
3: to, or Ultimate
0: X Men used to be, sorry, you like pick a team ability or a character. Yeah. At
2: the beginning of the game, you pick just, a team ability. If you attack someone with that team ability printed on their base, you get a plus one attack.
4: Sorry. I'm, sorry,
2: I'm just It has to be printed,
3: right? So.
2: Yeah, it has to be printed. Okay, so it's it's useful I mean, it's now.
3: Significantly more useful than the previous Avengers team ability.
2: Yep. Well,
0: I thought it was two iterations ago, but whatever.
2: I don't even remember that one.
3: Does uh, it,
2: it, it doesn't cost a action to
3: move?
4: Yeah,
3: that was pretty good.
2: Yeah, that is pretty good. Uh, we've got taxes were incredible. <laughs> yeah, got Ant Man. Um, seven clicks for 45 points. Kind of, kind of nutty. And tiny is
3: so a little hard to hit.
2: Yeah. Uh, gives all friendly characters with a tiny flight. And then he can free action, uh, choose an adjacent friendly character with a shared keyword and make them tiny. Um, uh,
3: so he's an ant man.
2: Yeah, he's an ant man. Um, well,
3: um, the uh, make an adjacent character tiny thing. Um, there have been a lot of this effect, and it usually has the caveat that they have to start at normal size just so that you can't do shenanigans with like making colossals tiny. And this one doesn't have that caveat. It does have the... Uh, they have to share a keyword one. So it may still not work on many characters, but it's if. at least interesting to look at.
2: If only I, I, there was an Ant-Man in this set that could make anything any size for 25 points. Is there? All right. <laughs> yeah,
3: Legacy Guard is much better. Yeah,
2: like, we'll get to the Legacy in a bit, but it, it, it's right. essentially that.
3: Well, uh, I'm looking forward to playing it in Silver, then.
2: <laughs> yep. Uh, We got Stinger. Um, yep, just 45 points. Generic. Attacker and Sealed uh, gives all characters with tiny ESD. Uh, not bad. Makes them definitely not want to shoot at will all be essentially 20s and 21s. Yeah. Uh,
0: an identity I had heard of before, so sure.
2: Yeah. I'm used to her being Stature, but now yeah, she's Stinger, so... All right, I guess this character exists. Um, Speaking of stuff I didn't know existed, uh, Iron Man, that... I was very confused as to why this Iron Man was a symbiote, but I guess they're going with extremists essentially being the same thing as a symbiote, So, so...
0: Near as I can tell, yeah.
2: Yeah. Alright. I mean he has a trait called He's Extreme Dio. <laughs> yeah. Not exactly what I'm used to an Iron Man being. He's a sidestep T K barrier leadership. Um
0: Sometimes they, they, they may support Iron Man before, like what <clears throat> I think the Battle World one was like sidestep T K also.
2: Yeah. This it's just weird it's weird to see one without like force plus energy explosion, I guess.
3: This set won't be um World sealed, right? We're getting Ghost Rider stuff.
2: Um, it's most likely going to be either Wheels of Vengeance or Notorious. Right. Yeah, Yeah. and
3: and Notorious.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I imagine one of those.
3: This looks fantastic for sealed. Yep. I mean, anytime you get barrier and sealed, you're in great shape. So. Mm. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) We remember that Gene Gray from last year's team sealed. Oh yes. Oh dear.
2: Uh, we got Common Captain Marvel, who is phenomenal in SEAL. Uh, she's 70 points. She's either a uh, 12-4 close or a uh, 11-4 at range with Psychic Blast. She has a uh, two different dials that you can free action swap between. One's close, one's range. Um, just, I like it. You know, Captain Marvel has kind of always had the power set of get up in your face or shoot, and this just represents that pretty well. So I like it. Not bad stats either. No, as did very, very well in the sealed I played her in. That
3: first range click is a little sad on stats, but uh, yeah, not too bad. I mean, you can just keep her on the 18 defense until you actually go to shoot. So, yep, she shouldn't get
2: off the strike too hard. Not awful. And then um, you have yeah. yeah. Okay. We got the common Spider-Man robot. Uh, is this guy a generic or is this?
3: Has <laughs> a real name, so no.
2: Oh, no. I don't... Oh, yeah. Time Spinner, whoever that is. Cool. Apparently. Uh, yep, 40 points for Leap Climb Prob Spider Man TA. He has a trait that uh, chooses another friendly character within eight squares that shares a keyword with Spider Man Robot and plays some adjacent Spider Man Robot. Uh, if the chosen character has a Council of Kangs, so remove a token from him. His only keywords are Council of Kings, Future, Past, and Robot. Um, At first, it seems like a good effect, but then you realize. His keywords are really limited. He's 40 points for just 17 toughness. And you have to move him up, then do the power action pull. It's just not that great. Um, But it's a cool effect. Yeah, if he had Spider-Man family,
3: I might be interested. For sure. Robot, unfortunately, just
2: not a great keyword right now. No. Speaking of robots, we got uh, Ultron Drone. Uh, his 30 points is a trait when he starts the game turn him to any line he has uh, three different starting lines he's a charge toughness close combat expert piece on one he's a plasticity and power piece on another and a mind control impervious piece on the third so just whatever kind of option you want he'll be there for sealed besides that uh, we have the generic ultra on a drone again which is pretty cool Uh, that's about it pretty man yep yeah it does not really Thank you very much, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, we have the common Jessica Jones. This was previewed uh, a while back. I don't remember exactly where. I remember this is one of the first previews we got for this set. Um, yeah, basically her whole thing is she just uses a friendly character when establishing theme teams, and that character gains the detective keyword. Um, I mean, if you're playing a casual game and you want to let anyone have access to mystery cards, this is how you do it besides that not really that great yeah detective is like
3: a fine keyword but adding a 40 point bad character to it in order to add a good character to it is probably not the way to make it better
2: yeah i, I don't i don't like her
0: was that so
2: yeah uh we got common vision um he's a cool visiony power which when he makes a close attack characters within one square are considered ad- adjacent regardless of terrain, so if they're up elevation or past a wall, he can face through and punch him still. Pretty cool. Uh, but without, sucky... like, destroying it, so they might not be yeah. able to punch back. That's fun. Yep. Uh, the sucky part is he has a six-speed charge with ten-attack psychic blast, <laughs> which they keep doing this thing where they're like, hey, this character can do both these things. Let's give them counterintuitive powers, you know? They can do Why both should...
4: poorly. Yep.
2: Um, yeah. We have a pretty interesting thing I wasn't expecting to see in Scott Porter's unboxing. We have bats. <laughs> we have bats, uh, awesome. <laughs> Doctor Strange's ghost dog I didn't know was a thing. That's yep. that's cool. I love it. Um, He has unique modifier, adjacent friendly characters that share a key have plus one attack. Uh, he has enhancements, traded senses, mystics for 30 points. He has the animal Avengers Defenders mystical pet Avengers keyword uh one more piece to get pet avengers in total to like 200 points worth of figures now i think <laughs> so that's, you can that's almost fun. play them you can almost play one of the worst teams on the planet uh yeah probably yeah. not
3: quite good enough but uh a lot of fun
2: uh on to the the commons we have hulk who is i this is exactly what i think a hulk should be this is a great design of one um he has no printed reducers. He just has on-dial willpower, state of generation. but he has a retreat. Hulk can reduce penetrating damage. When the Hulk is dealt damage, roll a d6 and reduce it by half the result. Just super standard, just Hulky powers. I've always kind of hated that any 15, 20-point random generic scientist can just say the Hulk's not invincible anymore and anything can kill him now. So this kind of makes more sense for the character, and I like it.
3: Yeah, unoutwittable defense powers have always
2: made a lot of sense on Hulk, and uh, this works. Yep. This seems very strong and Sealed. It is. Walking after someone and dealing seven with an object is pretty cool.
3: Harkens back to the days of Ultra Heavies.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. Well, he's not 100 points, so he can't pick one up. Oh, no. Definitely Um, would have been in those days, though. (laughs) Oh, definitely. This would have been like 152 points back in the day. Uh, We have the Scarlet Witch, another great support piece of Sealed. Uh, 35 points uh, for Avengers Mystics TA, sidestep, TK, Barrier, uh, and then a damage power of Perplex and Prob, but can only target opposing characters with the Prob. Uh, So like not useless, but not really what you want it to be, but it's fine. Uh, Just a defensive figure. Uh, Cheap access to TK and Barrier and Sealed can very easily win it for you. Yeah, I mean TK Barrier Perplex sidestep for thirty five points is already fantastic for sealed. Yeah, definitely an auto include in pretty much any sealed team.
3: If she like flew or the prob could target friendly characters, then like you might be able to consider playing her in Constructed, but even then
2: almost certainly yeah. not good enough. I wonder if she'll be good for the new popper thing. I think she gets outclassed by her own version of herself from War of the Realms. Yeah. But... There are so many good Scarlet Witches around. Yeah. <laughs> right now. They're 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 all good. Um, speaking of good, this one's not it's Hellcat <laughs> uh, 40 points it has Safeguard Mystic TA cool, uh, speed power, charge leap climb with 6 speed charge Blades exploit uh, yeah, just not that great you're not too happy if you're playing it in steel i like to see first. those
3: couple clicks of mind control in there just for Hellcat's oft-forgotten occasional telepathy <laughs> I, I don't even yeah, know who I, this character I she, is.
0: I played her in and she like never did anything because like Yeah. I mean
3: Yeah. yeah. No reducers, no stealth, bad defense values, very slow. Yeah. Not not a good recipe for a good character.
2: <laughs> um recipe for a good character is Luke Cage though. I actually like Luke Cage a lot. He's uh seventy points or a forty, I believe. Yeah, forty. Um, he's got a lot going on. He's Avengers team player. Uh, he has improved movement to blocking. Uh, he's an 8-11-18-3. He's got a special speed power, charge, leap climb. When Luke Cage destroys one or more pieces of blocking, if he isn't holding an object, he may immediately generate and hold an object. Uh, that goes along with his attack power, super strength, when he's given a close or t- range terrain action. Increase the damage dealt by one. So, he can just pick up an object from destroying blocking and immediately whack somebody for six or seven damage seems pretty good
3: uh how is it six or seven
2: it's uh two for the objects and plus one or plus two for holding the object with his uh power so uh, right yeah but and then I... three printed yeah, so two for the object plus one for his tower, and then occasionally oh, plus one for knockback. Oh, objects plus two
3: by default. No. Uh,
2: most I'm of them. Only yeah. plus
3: one. I thought the like generic object you could generate was plus one.
2: Uh, might be. There's also the terrain markers that. Sure. Yeah. That there's tons too. of
3: terrain markers you can yeah. deal a bunch of damage with for sure. But I, I was thinking about the generate one.
2: Specifically. No, you're right. Good call.
3: Okay. Yeah, but I mean. The terrain markers are incredible to make attacks with when they like give you giant reach and plus two damage or whatever.
2: Oh, yeah. And yeah, he's just generically a good figure. I, Is I don't it mind clear how
3: terrain markers were concealed yet?
2: Um, I think it's just normal, but you can't play the special ones, I think. Like you just place the standard single t- terrain ones. You can't place like the two by three, whatever. I think that's how it works. Don't quote me on that.
3: That makes the most sense, but I have not heard a specific ruling on it in either direction, so I'm not totally sure.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's fine. Uh, then we got a uh, 021 Misty Knight. Uh, we haven't actually had a Misty Knight in quite a while, I think, so cool that it's made. Um, she's 30 points for the same trade as Jessica Jones. She can make someone a detective. Uh, and then she's just generic... Uh, close piece, not great. Uh, you might throw it in and sealed if you just happen to have the points. Besides that, and that damage just... power is pretty good. Yeah,
3: helpful. In... Close combat expert in power or enhancement range combat expert. Yeah, being able to access enhancement or empower is pretty good.
2: Always a good combo. Right um,
3: definitely much better if you're trying to do the detective thing than Jessica is. For sure. Probably still not good enough.
2: Yeah, thirty points gets you a lot in here. Click says we'll see later on in the set. Yeah. Uh, we got Jocasta, another figure they haven't made in quite a while. Um, this is like another version of Ultron, I think. I don't know exactly.
0: Ultron created her to be his
3: like wife or whatever.
2: Oh. Okay. And she immediately tried to kill him. It was great. <laughs>
3: the best. The best response to somebody creating you to be their wife
2: yeah seem, seems accurate um she has a power that i read when i pulled her and sealed and immediately decided she is never touching the table uh she has a trait when she is ko'd after resolution steal three damage to all characters within two squares of the last square she occupied um i'm okay you see this is
3: the trait that i look at and go all right i have to figure out a way to kill my own jocasta
2: (laughs) yep i run to their starting area kill my own jocasta easy game (laughs) not happening in sealed and also she's 75 so
3: it probably isn't happening in general but you know there have been characters with basically this trait that have worked out very well the the gene gray and uh the age of apocalypse angel yep which have very very similar traits
2: yeah both very true functioned occasionally. Uh, We have a figure that I wouldn't be surprised if someone actually built with it constructed. Um, We have the Grandmaster. Uh, For 40 points, he has a pretty cool damage power. Once per turn, he may reroll a roll made by a character within range and line of fire. That is just any roll. Senses, shape change, blades, any kind of trait or whatever, you gotta reroll. So... Probably be thrown on any kind of fringe team. Seems fine. Um, And then on top of it, adjacent opposing characters can't use prob.
0: Uh, That's literally all he does for 40 points.
2: Yeah, but there could could be a strategy with something that being the role is important enough. I'm not saying this guy's good or is going to see consistent play, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone tried something with him. Uh, we have Uncommon Thanos, uh, which is 11 clicks on a 175 point Uncommon, not something you see every day. Uh, it's really cool, though. Um, he has a trait that when someone damages him during his turn, he can pick a power that is displayed on their dial, and he can use that power as a stop click and just a really long dial that's difficult to chew through and sealed. Um, yeah, just a pretty good representation of Thanos without being overly extra. This absolutely would used
3: to be a super rare. That's kind of cool to see.
2: Yeah. I like it. I like it
3: when they move some power down from
2: <laughs>
3: the higher rarities.
2: Um, We have the Uncommon Leader, who is a figure that is about as close as we've seen so far to something playable. Uh, 35 points for Stealth, TK, Census, prob. Has a uh, trait, mind control. When he leader uses it, he can use improved targeting, elevated, hindering, and characters. He has a range of six with three lightning bolts, so he can be a pretty good setup piece. He's a prober, and if you get him into position, he can be incredibly annoying. Uh, I don't hate him at all. I think he's fine.
3: Jay's usually the uh, improved targeting mind control lover. (laughs) I mean, I played worse pieces on purpose. Fair. Yep. Yeah, and now with new equipment rules, not having a movement attack power is less important because you can always just put a cloak on somebody or something so that they have some amount of personal mobility. Yep.
0: I mean, just six range prob is pretty good down. TK at six range is good too. Like, yeah. Um, it- I feel like. I feel like he he's almost just like a dial for thirty five points, and then like also, like you're basically paying thirty for what he does, and then it's like for a bunch of points, it's like this ridiculous mind control trait, and your opponent like either has to deal with him or stay away from him or like something, like that's way too much of a threat. But
1: yeah. Yeah, triple
4: yeah.
3: target makes it a lot better for sure.
2: This guy just reminds me of uh, Artie from Future Foundation that. Has never seen play, and this guy probably never will either, but he's cool. Uh, we got a red She-Hulk. Uh, 75 points. Pretty lackluster stats. Uh, they're kind of all over the place. Uh, she has traits. That's kind of a theme in this set of gamma powered, which is willpower, and her defense powers have protected outwit. Uh, just a generically good trait that I think every Hulk-type character should have. Um, just yeah, they're they're a Hulk. They're not gonna go down easy. Um, we have Korvac. I I don't know who this is, but he's a an 100 point uncommon with a very long dial. So uh,
3: he's a uh random cosmic bad guy from like old Avengers comics, but came back in the uh, recent Iron Man comic, and then both he and. Iron Man became cosmic level people for a while. Tony stole all of Korvac's cosmic power and then went back to Earth and made everybody as smart as he was. Um, And then he killed all of his friends when they tried to tell him that was probably a bad idea. And then uh, he felt bad about it. So he brought them back to life and gave up his cosmic power. Yep. That was that comic. It's a weird one.
2: That is a very interesting comic. (laughs) It just sounds so (laughs) wild.
3: It was. I missed. Uh, I skipped the part where uh, he ended up stranded on a planet in another dimension, where Stiltman was the leader of uh, the planet, um, <laughs> and was uh, planet and it bad guys to try to keep everybody together because he had never had a community before.
2: How does Stiltman become the leader?
3: Well, he was an engineer, and all the bad awesome. guys were robots, so it made sense. In
2: some all way. right. Um. Yeah, I mean, this guy. I don't think I have to go into two D Machiba why he's bad other than he has six speed sidestep and then from click four to click ten he has no speed power <laughs> with five to four speed. So yes this guy sucks. Uh another insane uncommon. We have the beyonder 225 points for 11 clicks with three stop clicks. Uh traded prob uh stop regen senses and is just a cosmic beat stick in the Uncommon Spot.
0: Yeah, but he also only has super senses on that stop click on look 5. So, he'll reduce some damage, then he'll take a big hit and eat eat some shit.
2: Yep. Yeah, he's a... You're gonna see this figure concealed, and you're gonna be like, oh, that will be fun to play 225, and then you run into Barrier and are sad.
0: Yeah, another 100, I think he's like... Okay yeah, on his first click, and he, he's like triggered prob. It's hard to yeah. kill. So to
3: like, he seems totally fine at a hundred. I'd probably yeah. not play him at two twenty five even in sealed. Yeah, but like cosmic energy, impervious, six range, double target, psychic blast, prob, and then two stop clicks just in case they go. Yeah, for you. I'm,
0: I'm, he, oh, okay, he's
2: okay at a hundred, but like, yeah.
0: yeah, he's fine. I I would have just much rather had a legacy card for the uh, other one,
2: although. Right. He, I was really hoping that one was going to get one I that is one of my all-time favorite figures that uh, at the end of a year at our local place we sometimes will do like a, a 2022 point game and every single year I play beyond her at 2,000 points with about <laughs> 45 clicks of life it's oh it's so fun I love
0: it something I can't go very well for you or can you not be good? I
2: don't know Um, so yeah, uh, we got 029 Militants, uh, this is the Captain America version of the Hydra 4, which is a thing in the set. Um, he's really good at Sealed, he's Charged Super Strength, 19 Defend, um, and a Speed Power that lets friendly characters with the Hydra 2 mobility move their Speed Value. Um, not really useful, but everything else is great in Sealed, uh, he's been doing pretty good. Uh, he's just a he's a fun figure. I like him. Uh, constructed, definitely not going to go anywhere, but he's fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, he'll definitely go on your, like, casual Hydra teams, nah, because that depend
3: at the very least. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, casual Hydro teams will be uh, dangerous because people will just put Captain Carter's shield on <laughs> Milton. Yeah. Have their 20 defend casual Hydro teams. I'm
2: Don't, kind of surprised I, nothing in the set can generate the Hydro agent commons. I guess like, Milton can. Oh, he can? Oh, he does, no. yeah. Didn't realize that. It's very funny that you said that as we were looking at a character that could. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, and then definitely the better side of Militant is the P- Rare Prime Captain America. Um, just kind of a phenomenal figure. Um, he has a trait, leadership, willpower, when he uses either and succeeds. After his illusions, he may heal one click on a friendly character that shares a keyword with him. Uh, he's got Avengers, Howling Commandos, Invaders, Pass, Shield, and Soldier. Um, so almost definitely on an Avengers team, if you see this guy. He's for 45 points, uh, he's 6 clicks, and he starts off as a 8-12-19-3 with Close Combat Expert, so he's a 13 for 4 up close. Uh, he has another trait, Knockback, Energy Shield Deflection, and then Range, Range 4, Improve Targeting Adjacent, Make a Range Attack. If Captain America made a close attack this turn, he can use his trait as free. Uh, so if he punches somebody, he can then free action, make a range attack against them. Uh, basically, just run up 45 points and deal upwards of 7 damage to somebody. It's pretty cool. Uh, then lastly, as a trait, uh, no, you move. When it's not your turn, friendly characters have a mobile. When it, it when it is your turn, opposing characters can't use a mobile. So, yeah, just uh, good defense gets knocked back and then prevents your opponents from not being knocked back. Um, pretty, I'd say this figure would be playable if primes weren't so insanely yeah. powerful right now it's just while this guy is good he just doesn't pair in comparison to the insane things we can do with some other primes which i think overshadows it, him a yes. little bit but he's still good i like him
0: he makes me mad because he reminds me of like one of the few good moments in civil war because uh know you move was one of them so true.
2: It's a good representation of that. That whole part. I think you.
0: Yeah I mean. Yeah, yeah. I just wish there was like. A version of this that wasn't a prime. And like. Seven clicks for like. 60 points or something I don't know. Yeah. He would be.
3: Yeah. He's so good but. Just
4: not good enough. As a prime
2: for sure um we have the rare falcon now this guy's pretty cool he has improvement characters uh the main thing about him is he has a trait of uh move after resolutions you may choose a standard friendly character that shares a keyword with falcon that he moved through during that action if you do place that character adjacent to him uh so essentially it's
0: move move
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so good If that's not confusing, then nothing confuses you. Uh, But yeah, he's essentially a nine square placement effect for 50 points on Avengers. Um, I can see situations where that good is pretty good, but he's 50 points for that, so probably not going to see too much actual play, but in very powerful effects in some situations, being able to just place a Scarlet Witch nine squares away and have her ruin something, for example, is... Very, very good, but I just don't know. How his...
3: does that compare to uh, the distance that Kazar gets Scarlet Witch?
2: Probably worse. I don't know. I haven't done the math. But he's an Avenger. Wait.
0: How does Kazar uh, get her? He only gets her in, like half her speed.
2: Which I think is six, so. So Falcon's farther. Yeah. Potential Kazar replacement then, if that's the strategy you're going for. Yeah,
3: if you're trying to Avengers theme, it works, but like also, why are you trying to Avengers theme? Yep. We haven't finished the set review yet, Kevin. Yeah, that's fair. There may be there may be enough other good Avengers that it's
2: worth. (laughs) Um that's one isn't
0: one of them though, because he is neither good nor (laughs) an
2: event. This is the (laughs) third Avengers 4. Uh, this is Carl, a.k.a. Tactical Force. Um, I, I don't know why his name's just Carl. I don't know this comic. I'm assuming he's some kind of clone or something. Uh,
0: he is the third coolest Carl in the set.
2: Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Uh a trait ESD-friendly characters within range and line of fire considered adjacent for hydro team ability. Um, yeah, he's he's fine. He's good for casual hydro teams. Um, that's about it. Uh, same thing with Militant, he has a Prime uh, this is the rare Prime Iron Man who is kind of like Captain America, pretty very good in his own right, but probably not going to see too much play in compared to all the other Primes are available uh, but yeah, he's 100 points uh, he has a trait, leadership, willpower when Iron Man uses either and succeed after resolutions he remove an action token from a friendly character that shares a keyword with him he has the Armors Avenger uh, Scientist and Stark Industry keywords Uh, He has another trait, ESD. When Iron Man makes a range attack, you may modify his attack plus two. If you do, until your next turn, he can't use ESD. Uh, So he can, with range combat expert and that trait, makes him a 14 for four. So he's definitely hitting something, if you really want to.
0: Yeah, he's only like a 13 because of Avengers probably, so...
2: Yep. True. Um... And yeah, then his final trait at the beginning of the game, give each other friendly character an armored token. Friendly characters with an armor token have a uh, wing symbol and an and when this character is dealt damage, after resolutions, remove their armor token. Um, So for 100 points just gives your entire team flight and vulnerability, along with being a decent attacker. Um, But that's about can't it. can't
3: swap so. them out and still get that, right?
0: I
2: yeah,
3: that was Literally
0: the exact thing I was gonna say because it doesn't have like this game. Yeah,
2: so you can't swap him out,
0: and if you bring him in later in the game because it's at the beginning of the game, uh, it doesn't work. Which they yeah probably yeah. should have made it when he begins the game because like the I mean the duo the non-duo duos that we're gonna talk about later that can yeah, you know sure. multiple primes not a good option. Yeah, I you you wouldn't anyway, but like yeah. Yeah, if that trait was like this game, I, I could seriously consider like just swapping him out. Yeah.
3: Yeah, might be worth the prime slot to give your entire force other than him uh, because he's gone when he when they build David removed. Like they'll keep the armor token; it just won't do anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I, I pulled, uh, like I pulled him. And I'm pretty happy that I got him because like he's a cool classic ar- armor Iron Man who does like a cool thing. But, like, also being a Prime, and also, like, I don't know, kind of like the Cap more for my... for the having
3: that equivalent trait sort of um, thing. Oh, technically. You can start him on the map, swap him out, put one of those other figures that can generate him on the map, and then when they die and he comes back in, the characters get flight vulnerability. <laughs> <laughs> Unless... Unless the yeah, there's
0: a different instance of the character, and then his trait isn't
3: right. That's That's stupid, Devin. Stop no, it. it. It's You're just a the <laughs> armor token. It doesn't say from this effect. It would work. <laughs> I just, it was, it was, it was, no, Devin. Nobody's doing that. Well, nobody will do it, but it would work. <laughs> uh, sure. Whatever you say.
2: We have fun <laughs> with our confusing hypotheticals.
0: Okay, so Doctor Strange.
2: <laughs> yep. Uh, Doctor Strange is... Kind of interesting. Uh, 60 points, has a speed power, fixing teleport, free, place them in a square of a smoke train within range and line of fire. Then he has an attack power, smoke cloud. Smoke cloud is free, but only to generate two markers. And then friendly characters occupying a smoke cloud generated by Doctor Strange, modify their defense plus one. And then opposing characters occupying smoke markers generated by Doctor Strange, modify their defense minus one, and lines of fire drawn to them can't be hindered. So for 60, he's Frob for Avengers Defenders because you know he's strange and he is just a big old defense and attack bump. Uh, a lot of people to essentially shoot through Hendrik. Uh, pretty good. The four Fine.
0: range kind of a uh, bit of a killer though.
2: Yeah. Yep. I don't see why he doesn't have a five. Uh, I don't. Ten
3: movement at least.
2: Yeah, he has a Yeah. To yeah,
3: movement. I would have given a lot for
0: that four damage to be like a three and like, a five range or six range.
3: Hundred percent. Probably yeah. still good sealed. Yep. That that. Very, I
0: mean, very I very did twice. Like the province sealed. Yeah, it was
3: just
0: good. He's. Uh, Esbrook was playing him with Thanos, so Thanos was at a
3: uh, plus two defense. Yeah, that's so, that sounds tough. That's to get
2: yeah. Esbrook pulled such an Esbrook thing to play. That's great. <laughs> um. Yeah, you use uh, Doctor Strange, you pull, play, and seal, and then come home and throw him in your bucket of rare Doctor Stranges that is surprisingly full. Uh, yeah, then... like, I would have
0: said, like, oh, wow, Doctor Strange with Defenders, but that's, like, not actually notable anymore. Like, yep. he's cool, though. Very
3: nice sculpt. He's, like, the only <laughs> character they actually give that team ability, but they, they have given him that team ability a
2: lot recently, at least. Yep. Uh, We got... Wazar, another figure we haven't seen for a while. Um, he's 115 or uh, 65 points. Uh, kind of useless at 65 because he's just a phasing figure. And at 125, he's an 811, 18, 3 with uh, 6 range, 2 bolts. He has an attack power. Pensai, when he attacks, after resolutions, choose one for each hit opposing character. Give that character an action token or place them in a square adjacent to Kazar um can be good and sealed for just yanking people into a kill box or just being a generic penetrating damage figure um besides that pretty bad i
0: i, I kind of appreciate that like in the comics quasar is like almost useful
3: <laughs> but then is <you're> not <laughs> yeah he's such a funny character because he's so like action um description of his power dissonant in the comics, it's like the mega bands control everything in the universe. They're incredibly powerful, and also he loses every fight he's ever been in.
0: Yeah, it's 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 almost it's almost great. It's like they have this one designer whose job is to do a comic accurate quasar every <laughs> time. They're all like this, and then I guess they're doing their job properly. so good job. Ooh, and at
3: sixty five points, he starts with phasing.
2: Gross. Woo-hoo! That's what we want to see on top dial.
3: Always, y'all. So good. Yeah. Uh, like, if you compare this 115 point rare to the 100 point Beyonder dial, I would play the Beyonder every time.
2: Yeah. And he's an uncommon compared to a rare. Yeah. So for that's 15 just, less
3: points, like it's not good for crazy.
2: <laughs> it's just weird. Um. But yeah. Uh, we got a figure that I didn't know who this was until someone told me. I guess this is Songbird. Yeah. Before this she a Songbird. It's Songbird. Yeah, Screaming Mimi. Um, He's also apparently a crazy good wrestler because they have two, two speed powers named after it. They have uh, Nimble Wrestling, which I really like. as a throwback to the WWE power Nimble. It's just free move one square. It's fun. Uh, then yeah, is a Leap Climb plasticity, Pulse Waiver, and when she Pulse Waves, she chooses either Earthbound or Battle Fury. Hit characters have the chosen power. Uh, she's 40 points per for Plex and Sealed. And that's occasional tie at peace. That's probably it.
0: Yeah, it's almost like she's a wrestler who was in the unlimited class wrestling federation.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh there's oh, sort of a reason yeah. that they chose her for Thunderbolts, and it's because nobody cared when they changed what her like look was. <laughs> yeah. Not a popular it's enough character that anyone cared that she wasn't the same character
2: anymore <laughs> this one seems fine yeah Um, we have one of the better rares on the set that I'm actually excited for we have War Machine Um, so he's 95 points you can play him at top <laughs> dial but you're not gonna you're playing him for his trait <laughs> he has a uh, trait sideline active once per game for all characters with this trait when a friendly character with the stark industry keywords is damaged by an attack, after resolutions, you may generate War Machine from your sideline on click 4 adjacent to the attacker. If War Machine started the game due to this trait, when he would take damage, instead, remove him from the game and your opponent scores 10 points instead of his full point value. Um, That's... Is that a realms thing that it's not protected Pulse Wave? Because I feel like that should be protected Pulse Wave.
0: It doesn't have it on Nexus either, Um, and also it's you generate him adjacent to the character with Stark Industries, not the attacker.
2: Oh, yeah. Um. So yeah, just hope he doesn't get pulse waved. I guess. Uh Then on that click, he is a uh, eight ten seventeen That's, three.
3: No, you have to pulse him three times to KO him. So like. It'd basically have like, to be Deathstroke pulse waving him for. Basically. Pretty much, yeah. yeah.
2: And in that scenario, you just don't generate him, so probably not really a problem. Um. But yeah, he's. Uh, comes in off the sideline as a shield TA with energy explosion enhancement and uh, the best thing about him is his defense power, which is invulnerability, vulnerability super senses, and then when an adjacent friendly character with the armor and or Stark industry keyword is attacked the attacking character can't positively modify their combat values except for range um, so this figure is going to see a lot of play because surprise surprise, the most played character of the game, Sakarian Iron Man, has Stark Industries so now whenever he is hit you can free action, give him enhancements, and give him just a nineteen defense that opponents can't modify their stats against. So it is whenever
3: they're damaged, which is relevant just because if you remove an object from uh Zikarian, he doesn't get to do that. Yeah. So damage so, by attack. But hey, yep. you can't
0: you can't forget that Sikarian also has armor because he shares it with Casey Gunanchar, so it's very important. That is very it's
2: interesting. True. Getting
0: yeah, token no, off, I mean... Well, yeah, so I'm not even... I, I just... I wasn't even thinking about his, like, stats and powers. Like, I was just thinking, oh, he has a defense power. He's running shot, energy explosion, and enhancement.
2: Yep, for six range, two targets. I'll take, just...
0: a, um, I'll take a I'll take random two, uh, three-click hit on my Sicarium so that would be crazy.
2: 100%. Yeah,
3: it's very funny, because if... Sakarian just like didn't have the Stark Industries keyword. We would be reading this character and going, "Well, that's useless. <laughs> Moving on." <Yep. laughs>
2: yeah, this makes it so that if uh, if another Sakarian punches your Sakarian, you just take the hit. Then they're a ten on a nineteen. Like, yeah, that just kind oh. of punishes the their person first who's attacking is, first
3: goes through, but there's like no way that they hit their second one. Yeah. And you get an extra figure okay. out.
2: Mm-hmm. It, it is. Rapid. For,
0: not just for Sakari. and it's relevant for one other character, because yeah. uh, the secret identity MJ has uh, has it. She would, so she
3: probably dies. Or wait, can I, you can't. Yeah, you even? can't generate it if they die.
2: Yeah, uh, you have to generate next to the character that was damaged.
3: Wow. Okay. Yeah. There is a they chase later to...
2: on the set that also can benefit from this, but we'll talk about that. Basically
3: nothing. Um, just... Yeah, I mean, I am on record for not liking sideline actives that don't cost points and do stuff uh and especially when they just make characters that were already good better for no points
2: um which is exactly what this one does so yay this is correct me if i'm wrong they're like random buff we've gotten to sakarian right in terms of either rules change making power better or just figure that makes him incredibly better i think it's it's insane
0: I would normally agree with Devin about the sideline too, but my favorite thing in this set is a sideline active, and I think that it's fair for <laughs> sideline because it's.
2: Yeah, it so, is
3: completely there. possible for there to exist fair free sideline actives. I don't think that they've been very good at making them so far.
2: <laughs> no, not at no. all.
0: No. Well, I mean, at least they reduced. Like, I feel like I feel like this is like an Adam thing to say, but like. You should, it should just cost points to access like having a standard object or whatever like having a map like having a having a sideline spot like
4: i don't know the time?
2: yeah um well yeah it's war machine i like him definitely gonna see play uh, yeah.
3: Well, he'll never see Main Force.
2: <laughs> no, he'll never see Main Force, but he's on a lot of sidelines.
3: If you look at a build sheet, he will never be in the Main Force section, nope. but he'll see the map a lot. Uh, all
2: right, we have uh, the rare Ultron. Um, they chose to make a legacy Ultron in this set, which means that this Ultron had to have sidestep. So, kind of sucks, but it, it's it's an why? Ultron.
0: Well, why Phalanx, though? He doesn't even have the cosmic keyword or cosmic energy team ability.
2: Nope.
0: Wait, and the the appearance is from nineteen sixty-eight. That's totally wrong. I don't know. Yeah, this is
2: not a great Ultron. Wait, hold
0: on. This appearance should be like two thousand six or something, right, Devin?
3: Uh, this particular instance of Ultron. A phalanx Ultron. I mean, definitely not 1968. I don't know exactly it's, what. It's Decades out of date, for sure. Okay. All right, for those
0: and... comic historians. This is, uh, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. just boring. I have to talk about him. I played against him. Yeah,
2: yeah he, he makes Ultron <laughs> drones. That's it. That's all he does for 120.
0: I, I pulled him on field and chose not to play him, because why would I? Um,
2: yeah. Uh, we have the non-prime Hulk. This is the uh, Grey Hulk. Um honestly, just a generically good figure. Uh, not, probably, definitely not playable, but it's just really fun. Uh, he has the Path of Destruction trait, which is when he destroys one or more pieces of terrain after his heal him a click. If it was a terrain marker, roll well, will six and heal him half the result instead. And then he has the Gamma Power trait, which is Willpower, and then his defense powers are Protected Outlet. Starts with uh, Invincible, gets hit to Impervious uh, and Warmbillage later on. Um, he's very beefy on his top dial. He's a 13-5 with post combat expert, which can be a 13 for 7 with an object. So in sealed, this guy is terrifying. 14 with Avengers. 14 with Avengers. Yeah, but it's a good point. Keep reading that. Just um,
0: actually like elite, like a really good combo now.
2: Yeah. Um, he actually gets hit onto a 19 later on, so we could potentially be a good defender's piece. Um, yeah, he's just he's fine if if you. Show me the Hulk any day of the week, and I'll say, yes, that's a Hulk, and I'm happy with it.
0: If this was the benchmark for what a close combat character was, then, then I think, yeah. Yeah. Still 100 points, like, he's still sold a solid third of your build, but he definitely shows it, so.
2: Yeah, and it, it's just, that he, every Hulk needs powers like this of, like, yeah, he has Invincible. No, you're not getting around that. Like, you shouldn't be able to, he's a Hulk. Uh, speaking of Hulk, we have one of the best figures they've ever made in the history of this game uh, the rare prime hulk he is 90 points or 10 uh, ignore the 90 because he's only ever being played at 10 um, so for 10 points he's essentially a reverse vampire or a vampire dial with kind of a reverse dial he starts on click nine uh and he has a trait if he began the game on his red starting line he can only heal from his path of destruction trait and when he does he may heal past the starting line he has the same path of destruction trait from the last Hulk, when he destroys one or more pieces of terrain, heal him a click, if it was a terrain marker, roll and heal half the result. And then he also has the gamma power trait of willpower, uh, protected outwit on defense powers. Um, so for 10 points, that's already not really a big dedication at all. 10 points is very thorough weighable. Um He can... At pretty consistently heal to about click three to four on the first turn, and if all your rolls go exactly right on turn one, he could be on top dial for ten points. Wait, how's that happening? Uh, give him the cloak levitation. Uh, have him move, potentially heal three clicks. Sidestep, potentially heal three clicks, and then. Well, it's
3: one or more pieces of terrain. You can't. Well, sorry, you mean just for each separate. Yeah, yeah, I got it, got it.
2: For got each it. separate move, he would heal. Yep. Yeah. And then another figure we're getting to later on in this set, Chase Dark Phoenix, allows him to move again. So on the turn, first turn for two actions, your ten point figure can potentially be nine clicks of invincible, can't be outwitted. That's it's a amusingly high
3: variance. How he could be on like click seven or click three, depending on how well you roll.
2: Yeah,
3: the, it's, so it's
0: the average. If you average out, if you it's only a three and you roll three three twice, it's
2: still so good. Yeah. good. Yeah, click 4 or 5 is pretty average, and that's very, very, very good for 10 points. Yeah. Like, e- even if you get the absolute worst, I, he's still worth his 10 points. The only drawback to this character is that he is a prime, and that's definitely worth playing. Yeah, the prime slot is such a tough ask, but I think if anybody's he, worth it, it's so yeah, <laughs> i I think he's definitely I, worth it as a slot.
0: I think at least there's, like, compelling gameplay around it. Like, you can play around it, theoretically. Like I can destroy my opponent's train if I go first. Yeah, because obviously you're not just going a trade near your own stuff, or like, you know, there's like, but then he like takes actions and like he caught. I don't know. You mentioned that you played Dark Phoenix, which is like a good point. I don't know. Like, it's better than the Destroyer, like by far. I <laughs> think. Yeah.
2: yeah, but it's it's still just it's such little risk for such massive reward, like. Even if you get to the middle dial, your opponent still has to sink like four to five penetrating damage and then they only get 10 points while they still have the rest of your force doing work. Like I'm I'm perfectly fine with them dedicating their time to this where I want to play this um,
3: X-Men themed teams. Yeah, because they don't really want any of the other primes like you need your sideline slots, So destroyers a little difficult like you can, but it's you have to give something up. And then uh, basically none of the actual X Men primes are that good, and
2: yeah, R I P like,
3: Mad Jim doesn't have X Men, so you can't like you can't get X Men onto him. So yeah. yeah, and also he takes a bunch of sideline slots. So yeah, I actually really want this on X Men themed games. <laughs>
0: All
3: is green
0: and primes are green, and it is actually shocking how long we haven't had like good prime versions. <laughs> like we had Silver Centurion... And like prime war machine, like prime. Yeah, I don't know. This is what prime Hulk looks like. I'm fine with it. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, Wendigo was annoying for the same reason. I don't know. Like, sure.
2: Yeah, this this guy's done. gonna be very annoying. How much we're gonna see this guy? Get,
0: yeah. So we only get three terrains, you have to place them all near him, and then like, I don't know. It's,
2: Yeah, the one good thing about this character is you're definitely not playing Sakarian if you're playing him, because you pretty much need to put the cloak on this guy and you need to spend all of your placeable terrain to let this guy break it. So Sakarian just doesn't really Uh, fit on that team.
0: You could totally play them together.
2: You can. It's And I
0: don't I don't know. No no no, no. you play them together on an X Men team because Sakari 'cause Sakarian has Warrior and Dark Phoenix has Brute, and, and Hulk has Brute, or whatever.
2: But yeah, no, I, you can definitely see it's that Hulk. happen.
4: I am not ever going to do it on Uh but I uh,
0: kind of want to build it now, just, uh, just to see how it would work. Because uh, yeah, Hulk, Hulk plus Perry seems quite obnoxious, i got to say.
2: For sure. And then just when he gets to top dial, like if you're just playing a Dark Phoenix, you just smack something for five, smack it for five again. It's just uh, it's, it's disgusting.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh but yeah. Um then we have the last Yeah, pair. you
3: so wait, you're saying you put the uh, cloak the cloak on Scarion and the sword on Hawk. <laughs> A sword on, <laughs> on sure. Hawk. And he gets parry. Yeah,
4: give him Warlock for Shame Change, are you kidding? Yeah, exactly.
2: Sure. Yeah. Or can play Mad Jim with him.
0: Well no, this <laughs> is again, it's, he's not X-Menable. And also, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> This team with basically oh, your, your the name isn't Scott Crampton. Only Scott gets to do that.
3: <laughs> this set with basically no X Men, actually X Men keyworded characters, is incredible for X Men.
2: Yeah, there are <laughs> for reasons we'll later. We, there are so many X Men in the set. We
0: watched yeah. it so bad, you guys. I, I just am so tired.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair. Um. Yeah, we have the last rare, the Abomination. Um. Just. Again, a figure we have not seen in quite a while, That I'm glad he got clicks again. Uh, Has the same two traits as Hulk, the Path of Destruction and Gamma Powered. Um, He's a generically long dial with close combat expert uh, with pretty bad defense. Um, He doesn't reduce penetrating, but his impervious is protected outwit, so his protected outwit 17 impervious is definitely going to keep him alive.
0: His dialogue for points is perfectly reasonable. Come on.
2: Yeah, nine clicks for miss speed I, 120. I,
0: I feel like I don't know. I feel like the game is getting closer to where it should be for these kind of characters.
2: So yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't think a character like this will ever be like good, but I don't think it's like just awful. I don't. I don't see this as a terrible figure. I'm
0: Not saying he's amazing, but I think he,
2: he's. Fine. Yeah. Um. <laughs> On to super rares. We have Monica yeah. Rambo.
1: Um,
2: she's actually pretty cool. She's phenomenal in sealed. Uh, she has uh, Avengers Police Team ability for 70 points. Uh, she has improved targeting hindering. Uh, she's an eight, eleven, eighteen, three 18 3 starting dial with uh running shot, special attack power, and more ability leadership. Uh sees through hindering has traded stealth. Her attack power is I kind of did a double take when I read this attack power because it's exactly every power you want, and I'm surprised they gave them all to her. It's Energy Explosion, Psychic Blast, Precision Strike. So just, you're you're hitting. You're dealing penetrating damage to a lot of people. It's good. Um, then on our last two clicks, she has a uh, Stop Click damage power, Stop, Colossal Damage Symbol, and Shape Change. So for 70 points, she's a pretty decent ranged attacker that has two stops with double rollout, and makes her a colossal um probably not super uh, competitive but a very fun casual figure that i feel like is actually pretty close to being good
0: why is she called monica rambo in this outfit i feel like it should be like in avengers infinity she was called photon with a, a, a different
3: costume i don't know She's had so many so
2: names. Is, Monica Rambeau she...
3: is the only like consistent one. <laughs> I was gonna say,
2: isn't this also? I thought this was Spectrum, but I'm like, isn't that the same person?
3: Yeah, Spectrum, yeah. Monica Rambeau, Photon, Captain Marvel. Maybe one I you know,
2: missed. Oh my gosh! If, if they give her
3: leadership, it'd be
2: cool
0: to her be named Marvel. Yeah, I she's I've,
2: just the Ant Man of the Marvels. Just so many identities.
0: I would, I would like to see her named Captain Marvel because I feel like it's been forever. Um, but it's cool. She has Next Wave.
3: Oh, Pulsar. That's the one I missed. Pulsar. <laughs> I, I swear to I do know that one. Yeah, she's, uh.
0: Yeah, not bad. No? I will definitely play her in, in casual games.
3: I, yep,
2: I've played her a bit already, and she's pretty fun.
3: Nice.
2: Uh, fun. We have next a really good uh, figure. We got Super Spider Man. Um. Has three point values. He's either 90, 25, or 45. Uh, the 25 dial is probably going to see the most play. Uh, for 25 points, uh, he has traits. Once per turn, when he's attacked, he may reroll the attack roll. Uh, that plus his 50-50 uh, senses with the Spider-Man team ability is pretty good. You don't really want to attack him because it's going to be hard, but it's pretty good. Uh, main thing about him is another trait. He has friendly characters that are adjacent or have the Avengers keyword have team player, which is a wild card. So he just, for 25 points... Very he's,
0: important. Very important trade name there that you asked.
2: Oh, uh, the Marvel team-up? Yep. Yep. He's definitely teaming up. He's giving everybody team player. It's amazing. I totally...
0: Sorry, what were you saying?
2: Yeah, he's just... uh really good i mean giving out team players is kind of what a lot of people have been wanting for a long time it's a very very powerful ability on uh, at 25 points with super strength outwit uh definitely gonna see some play uh he has also kind of every keyword that you can imagine and hope he has he has avengers celebrity fantastic four marvel knights reporter scientist spider-man family uh, yeah, just a very, very good figure that's probably going to see a lot of competitive play.
3: Yeah, it mostly depends how well you can get good team abilities to copy onto the teams. Like, yeah. I mean, sort of base level with what you would play with Avengers right now, um, he gets uh, Avengers Initiative onto characters that aren't Scarlet Witch. And yeah. like Sikari and
2: Iron Man with Avengers Initiative is pretty good. So, you know, yeah. it's a good start. He also just gives them all Spider-Man team abilities, so just your entire team with a rollout. Yeah, I mean Saki with a six, only six rollout is, I'll take it. I mean that's good. Um,
4: so Rich with fifty fifty senses, I'll take
2: it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have the non-Prime Hammer. <laughs> this is the last of the Hydra four. Um. Beautiful. Yeah, just has a trait. Friendly characters with the Hydra team ability can use it for close or range attacks. Um, so, Hydra is just one adjacent friendly character, makes a range attack, modify the target's defense minus one. If this target's within line of fire to this character. So, it's just PD basically, and this makes it work for close attacks too. Um, it's it's fine. Uh, for 80 points, he's a charge piece. He's an attack power quake. When he knocks back one or more opposing characters after solutions, you may choose a character he knocked back. If you do, deal one damage to the character adjacent to the chosen character. Uh,
4: that's fine.
3: I like how three of the Hydra four have a real name unknown. And then there's Tactical Force, who's Carl.
2: We stand for Carl in this house. <laughs> I don't know why he's Carl. I guess he's the only one that's just been open. I don't know.
0: It's like how the only aim person we know the name of is Modok. Like pretty much everybody else's name was. Um, but
2: yeah.
0: yeah, Hammer is like uh, again, Hydrant, Casual, Sure, Sealed, whatever. Like not really compelling.
2: He's a figure so good when I pulled one today I gave it immediately to a local.
0: Sounds about right. That's the best thing to
2: do with it. Um, yeah, we have our first uh, super rare prime. This is Thor. Uh, he is 150 or 75 points. Uh, in terms of actual playability, you're never playing him at 150. He only gets a few extra clicks. Um, he's got a cool trait: the crack of thunder pulse wave. When Thor uses it, and the attack roll is doubles, hit opposing characters, dealt three damage instead. Um, so. Wildly inconsistent, but if it goes off, you probably just win off a three damage pulse wave to an entire team. Uh, There's another trait. At the beginning of the game, choose a keyword or team ability. Opposing characters with the chosen keyword or team ability, modify damage minus one when attacking Thor or an adjacent friendly character. Uh, So it's kind of just reverse Avengers team ability. Uh, And he also just doesn't have Avengers, which is kind of funny, but I guess they didn't want him to have too many team abilities because he has Cosmic and Mystics.
0: Wait, wait, which which one would you rather he have? <laughs> which one would you get rid what? of here? I wouldn't get me rid like... of any.
2: I'd just give him the third one.
0: No, I I think... I think three team abilities should be for, like, very, very... Painful. I don't want to see it more than, like, once a year. Are you kidding? I don't think a good...
2: Yeah, makes make sense. Uh, but yeah, he's not really that playable. He's just too inconsistent. Um, besides his Pulse Wave, he doesn't do anything he's too special. He's just e e, EST Impervious and then RCE Shape Change with Pensai Running Shot, 5 range, triple target. Uh,
0: Seriously not Fly? Like, I haven't seen one in person.
2: Is that, that has to be a mistake. Just on Realms. There's no oh, way that I'm Thor doesn't fly. Trunch, obviously, I I
0: I literally am on Nexus. 7. Oh. All, all joking aside.
2: Ooh. Yeah, that'd be rough. I I know I don't understand why he doesn't fly it. That's so random.
0: But wait, is he actually not?
2: No, I'm on Nexus. He doesn't. On units, he doesn't. On realms, he doesn't.
3: Wow. Well, uh, I mean, he already wasn't that good. And that makes him bad.
2: <laughs> if I showed if I showed you a Spider Man and a Thor and I told you which one fly, you wouldn't believe me.
0: <laughs> Listen, he's again very strong for casual. Like
2: oh, for sure. Very very good casual
0: piece. Yeah, I think if he needed to be competitive, he would have to have like seven range and be like 125 or something.
2: Yeah. I'd be fine with a little reduces penetrating. But... Yeah, yeah,
0: without the... Yeah, like, I don't think there's a good way... Is there a good way to, like, reroll? Or, like, to get doubles? Like, I don't think there actually is.
2: So he is a warrior, so you can play him on an X-Men team with something with the Hellfire Gala, and then just play that plus, like, I think there's a rally die from Rise and Fall that says X-Men, you can replace an attack roll with a 5, and then you can trigger Hellfire oh, Gala trait to make him perfect. automatically roll doubles.
0: I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of characters that have that only for themselves. And then there's I, think, I think
2: there's one that does it for friendlies. I could be I, wrong, though. there is. If not, just the Hellfire Gala trait will make it a little bit more consistent. <laughs> But
0: yeah, yeah. So. I it's it's really close though. It's like really really close.
2: Oh yeah. Um, we have another pretty good pretty good figure. We have Super Miss Marvel. Um, she has a trait. Know their stretchy powers. Uh, look, I'll just show you. Uh, close combat expert, shape change. Uh, just fun, pretty fun. Well, text. Uh, she has another trait. This is just like a fanfic I wrote uh weird but okay when establishing theme teams choose a keyword for miss marvel to gain this game if miss marvel is on a theme team for a print keyword printed on her card she can use probability control if She is on a theme team for a keyword not printed on her card she can use perplex um and she's a speed power free choose one to last until you choose again tiny damage symbol when an adjacent character begins to move after resolutions you may place miss marvel adjacent to them uh or you can choose standard damage symbol and flurry or colossal and charge. Uh, she's either 110 or 50 points. Um, I could see her being played at 50 for just a atom s trait of just something zips across the map, she follows with a uh, 11 for three with close combat expert and flares something. Because uh, I believe she can, yeah, she can choose to be tiny um, the first turn and then after she's oh, yeah, placed the
3: until you choose again, makes that better for sure, yeah. because you can choose the tiny first turn and then either flurry or charge if you need to.
2: Yep. And then you can just place across the map flurry 11 for three. Yeah. Uh, with perplex. I,
0: the the designer of this actually likes Miss Marvel. Unlike some other people <laughs> I like could <your> name. So <laughs> I am very much a fan and, uh, the fact that the, the word fanfic is in a special power, a trait, is just amazing.
3: So yeah, no complaints. Yeah, it's I fun. like her a lot more now that you pointed out that it was in
2: until you choose again. Yeah, yeah, she's and she also just go like she's an addition to any keyword. Being able to just choose a keyword is pretty good. I mean, uh, there's not too many anymore, but there have been some effects where for each character with said keyword, you get a bonus, and she just gets to pick that keyword.
3: Yeah, so. I mean, even if she's on a team where she already uh, would be on the theme team, you can still grab a keyword if it would affect some other yep. power. Yeah, That's you very definitely... well,
0: maybe, yeah, like a Spider-Man family team, but like on a random Avengers thing.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. I guess definitely. with that spider off the top of my head.
3: Definitely. Yeah, or um, uh, Venom Web.
2: Sure. Uh, we have the non-prime Absorbing Man Super Rare, um, who's pretty difficult to kill. Uh, he's 90 points, uh, 6, 11, 19, 3, uh, Charge and close Combat Expert. He has Improved Movement, destroys blocking. He has Swinging Wrecking Balls, a trait. Improved targeting characters with a giant reach of four. That's just really cool. And then Absorbing Man considers char- all characters within four squares in line of fire as adjacent for, to him for the purposes of the Masters of Evil team ability. So if you're just in the vicinity of an opposing character, they're going to have minus one defense with close attacks with the Masters of Evil team ability with him. So that's pretty cool. Uh, he has another trait when Absorbing Man hits after resolutions, he may choose an equipment equipped to an hit opposing character. Until he chooses again, he can use the effect of that equipment. Um, it's Pretty fun, just stealing equipment. And then he has uh, three stop clicks, stop invincible. And he has that on click number two, four, and seven. So just really hard to kill while constantly attacking your backliner, just being in the front and annoying. Uh, Competitively, definitely not playable, but casually I could see this guy being a lot of fun.
0: We, we got to stop with the three stop clicks, you guys. Come on, it's too many. <laughs> how, many how many? characters many we had so far about three stop clicks? Is this isn't the third?
3: Or only the second?
2: I I think oh. it's the I think it's the third, yeah.
3: Yeah. WizKids has never totally seemed to understand how many clicks a stop click is worth. Yeah. Like this 20. figure is a lot of clicks. <laughs>
2: We could yeah. be talking about this <laughs> absorbing man.
0: No, I think I think as far as uh uh absorbing man being a character who I've never cared about as far as comics or whatever, but you know, he always seems to be pretty cool in HeroClix. I think this is a pretty cool version.
3: Yeah, he has powers that lend themselves well to doing interesting things with them in, in Hero clicks mechanics.
2: Yep. Um Yeah. And then we have the Super Prime Absorbing Man. Uh This guy's really, really cool. Um, He's literally all over the place in so many ways. Uh, He's a three range, double bolts, cosmic energy, masters of evil, 125 points. Uh, But you're not playing with 125 because he has a trait, sideline active. Uh, He is split into pieces. Uh, And Absorbing Man is on your sideline at the beginning of your game and starting with you, you and your opponent each generate two fragment markers into any square on the map, not within three squares of a starting area or another fragment marker. At the beginning of your turn, you may place each fragment marker up to two squares away from its current square. All characters have three. Place a fragment marker in this character's square up to two squares away. If all four fragment markers are in the same square, remove them from the game and generate Absorbing Man from your sideline on click one into the last square they occupied. So, for 125, after playing a little game within a game, uh, after a few turns, you essentially just get a free 125-point character. Um, And that's extra important because of a second trait uh, at the beginning of your turn, and when Absorbing Man is attacked, choose a standard power. Absorbing Man can use the chosen power this turn, Protected Pulse Wave. So... He is on your sideline. Uh, he has the potential to come in. If your opponent doesn't interfere with it, I think he comes in on turn four um, most of the time. So if you get that far in, then cool. Now you have a 125-point figure. He's has incredibly interesting stats. He starts off as an 8-11, 18-3, but he'll have random clicks of... Four nine twenty four or nine thirteen nineteen one, uh, just kind of all over the place. Uh, definitely a playable figure. Uh, probably not until Destroyer and Mad Jim rotate, but when they do, this figure is definitely going to be seeing a lot of play. Uh, I really like him. Uh, I think he's I think he's pretty good.
3: Yeah. I wonder what the fastest you can get him onto the map is. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm just I, I just want to look at his
0: uh, trying to find his actual cardia like, because there's no way that his real name is Carl because I was kidding yeah. before. No, it is
2: Carl, yeah. Crusher Creel. Carl Crusher Creel.
3: But it's just It's really name just Carl. That's amazing. Well, I mean, it's Carl Crusher Creel, but <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah, I mean...
0: Oh, it's wrong on on Nexus, then. Okay, that's bad. That's bad. Oh, no, I mean, he's at XO. So I love him, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think the game within the game will be interesting. I think that people are going to make a mistake with this figure when they're evaluating because they're going to think very short-term about the Destroyer comparison when Destroyer is not, like long, like obviously right now you're not going to be playing this over destroyer, but I think that
3: yeah. people
0: are going to just overlook it it doesn't
3: because, seem um, that hard to make him on like turn one yeah so like
0: I think if you're splitting your prime slot on him you're just, it's like I don't know you're making your opponent have to think about it which is like cool, I don't know, it's like not putting them on tilt, because that's, like, if they let it tilt them, that's their problem. But, you know, giving yeah. the, your opponent another opportunity to get tilted. Uh, I mean, they do have to place the markers. And, you know, unlike other effects, like I'll about the my opponent places markers doesn't matter. Like, these ones actually do matter. So your opponent has to put some sort of mental energy towards that, which is always a bonus. I don't know.
3: Yeah, the fact that your opponent gets to place them. Yeah. Second. I
0: mean, I'm yeah. planning about holding off on him until I feel like he can really uh I I feel like he's not part of my like initial play. I feel like he's part of my like follow up and then to like really steal the deal on the game, so to speak.
2: Yeah, you just he's sitting there waiting to pick a power for the right scenario and get in. Like because
0: he's... when you try get him in, he's only Quake. Like for that turn, they range. So, like, that's not yeah. going to be that great. So, what you need him to be able to do is survive and then follow through. So, you really, I think you need to, like, rushing to get him is a mistake. And then he's going to, he, he'll definitely, I mean, because, like, you just pick invincible or impervious, depending on the situation. And then that's only the first yeah. And then yeah. you just keep going and each attack. Like you at least you probably go from your 18 to an 18, or maybe you get lucky and you go to 1920. Like I, I, th- I like the random stats. I think it's fun. I don't know. I think the I, figures a lot of fun. I I think that like for your prime slot, like yes, a zero point figure in your sideline is like a thing. But he is like you literally can't accidentally get him. You have to like play him and like know what you're doing. Like there's no way yeah. to like. You know, you have to do it properly. So, I
3: don't know. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I still think this should be, this should cost points, but it doesn't.
0: I agree, but I feel like it's more fair than other
3: things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, the fact that your opponent can just place their two, like, on opposite sides of the map from each other means that it's not, like, that easy to make him. So, it's probably not that bad, but I mean, yeah. why not? I feel like building,
0: building towards him is, is, like, a mistake. I don't know. I like
2: yeah. Dude. he's
0: like yeah but like my actual point is that like don't like that like Otis Toyer is better just forget like don't even think about it like it's gonna be it's gonna go up so I don't know not saying Rush you get it but don't like don't be surprised everything doesn't matter what I say people are gonna totally act surprised because the hero books economy is very cyclical and you can if you know where to look you can very clearly see patterns but that's a conversation for another day.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, it's pretty cool. Probably gonna see play after rotation, but it's cool for now.
0: I mean I'm I'm hundred percent playing it. Like I'm just I Yeah. Until unless there's some unless I have something else some other thing like I love Earth acts. Like it doesn't come out that often on the podcast because it like we started like well after the second came but yeah, so I will be playing this whatever legal unless I have like a particularly compelling reason to play another prime so play it's me expect to have to place these these stupid things I almost
1: swore
0: <laughs> I to have to actually read this stupid ass card
3: yeah yeah just refuse to tell your opponent what it does now you have to read it <laughs> don't actually do that no.
0: don't really though like I I if I if I offer my opponent my cards and then they refuse to read them and they get mad at me, because they don't know what my characters do. Like what was I supposed to do? Like I can't like Vulcan mind weld with you and like beam the information into your brain. Like what yeah. am I supposed to do? Like read the card? I'm sorry, that's why that expression exists. So
2: yeah. All right, we have a Super Star Brand. Um, finally have a figure not from Avengers Assembled that can work with the APBI Chases trait. Uh, so that only took many years. Uh, but yeah, she's seventy-five points. Uh, cosmic Guardians TA. Uh, six, eleven, eighteen, three. Running shot, special attack power, and more mobility range. Combat expert. She has two traits. First one is when she attacks one of our characters with the cosmic or cosmic energy team ability. She gets plus one combat values, and when she is attacked with someone with the same abilities, modify her values plus one. Um, so she can just randomly be a 13 for five from range against certain characters. It's pretty cool. There's another trait, power, choose another friendly character. and a standard power Starbrand can use until your next turn, the character can use the chosen power and modifies their combat values plus one. So she can just give something running shots, invulnerability, or RCE right off the bat. Or, I guess, willpower, because she has cosmic Energy. Um, that is that is a good effect, just sadly for a 75-point figure. It's definitely a little too many points. Um, and then she has an attack power, uh, range, make a range attack, and all of the characters within two squares of an original target also become targets. Um, so this is kind of like the uh, Super Spider-Man from uh, Absolute Carnage. Had a similar effect where he targets everyone adjacent, so uh, they're dealing their normal damage value. So she can pretty much just deal four to a group of people. Um, kind of short range, 75 points for just invulnerability. So probably not going to live too long, but if she gets that power off, she's doing a lot of damage. So it's uh, it's pretty cool.
0: I don't know if she feels expensive. I feel like she should be cheaper, but also unique, because I just also feel like if the characters that like, can do what she do, can do should probably be, but whatever,
2: so. For, for a second, I was thinking, you know, if she had, like, a 30-point line where she started on, like, click four, I'd be fine with it, but then I realized you probably shouldn't be able to give out hypersonic plus one stats for 30 points.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
4: I feel like other characters got... The Keeper, I don't know what happened to her, she got like yeah robbed. she
3: does a lot of very cool stuff,
2: yeah, she definitely does a lot um she can kind of just nuke a team if, if she targets a cosmic character and then a bunch of other people are adjacent to them, just dealing five to a group of people is kinda crazy, but yeah, that's very situational, and that's if she can even get in range to do that, uh so yeah,
3: last time i uh read Jason Aaron Avengers where this character was from, she was a baby, so I don't know what happened.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't I I don't know who this figure is at all. Or who this character is at all.
3: You a baby characters. as far as I know. Uh,
2: this is a pretty strong baby then. Yep. Or uh, Moonstone.
3: No.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna lose to this figure so much locally. <laughs> <laughs> really
2: painful so no yeah uh yeah moonstone she's either 80 points or 25 uh 25 she only gets her first two clicks and is KO'd after um but yeah so for 25 she is a 10 speed with uh phasing stealth passenger three but only to carry characters that share cued with her but regardless of size so if you're a celebrity dark avenger masters of evil scientist or thunderbolt Uh, She can carry you if you're a Colossal, I guess. Which is pretty cool. I don't know if there are many Colossals with any of those keywords, but... uh,
0: Atlas, Giant Girl, um...
4: Yeah.
2: That's fun. Uh, She's also a 11 attack pulse wave, 18 senses, 2 damage shape change. Uh, She's a team player. So for 25 points, she's just a tie-up passenger that you don't really want to hit with the double rollout, but if you don't, she's just going to be pulse-waving you. So you attack her, feel bad about it, and she's gone, and that's it. Uh, she's fine. I don't really see an instance of where she will be played, but I'm sure someone at some point will do something with her. And Until then...
0: Tw- 25 points for a passenger 3 celebrity taxi that does all that or, or scientist are you kidding
2: no, You're no.
3: Full of... well I mean scientist I... has green lantern team ability yeah for 10 more so points I can playing, play right?
2: for 5 more points I play Teen lantern That's or for 10 more top. I play ship if I'm the playing
3: actual celebrity theme sure but
2: yeah I, just, I don't see a theme where she kind of just shines on and speed when does that get printed at all now like yeah, I mean, post-rotation, maybe she's good.
3: I can see that. What? Yeah. I have a general rule for characters with this dial style, where they have, like, two or three flicks, and then they die when they cross the line, which is never pay the higher points. Your opponent just wanted to attack them, and then you're getting nothing for your points.
2: Yeah. Oh, for it. sure.
0: Um, I'm not saying she'll, oh, no, I'm never play her at eight and full points, just at the...
3: Yeah. And yeah, like, the 25 is good. It's just having to share a keyword makes it a little worse, but
2: Yeah. And then it's just keywords good. that aren't very maneuverable. Yeah. Um Super Rare Morgan LeFay. She is either a hundred points for eight clicks or forty points for four. Um she's kind of awful on both lines. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it does yeah seem diff- it.
2: <laughs> uh, She has a trait, Leadership Mastermind, when she uses Leadership and Succeeds, you may instead generate a zombie bystander. Zombie bystanders are just sidestep toughness with the Mystic Team ability. They're a 4-9, 16-2. Uh, they're not that great. They're just there to be Mastermind fodder that deal Mystics. Uh, she has a speed power only on top dial, mind control. Mind control is free, but only to target an adjacent character. Um, that's cool, I guess. She can mind control somebody and then have them end up next to her to have them do it again. Or you're paying 100 points for mind control drop-off. Just, just, eh. Uh, She has a speed power only on top, or defense power only on top click, EST senses, and then a damage power, again, only on top click, close combat expert, or top dial, uh, close combat expert and power prob. Um, She just really isn't doing anything other than being a mystic figure that sits there that your opponent just doesn't know when to attack?
0: I think if I play her for 40 points for just those four clicks, that would be amazing.
2: Yeah.
3: The first four? Yeah.
2: Yeah. If she had that kind of Moonstone-type dial, that was 40 points. <laughs> <I'd> <laughs> that.
0: Okay, so let's talk about Super so She can do that. Then she, like, actually does stuff, because, like...
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, then she's a fantastic. She
0: has, has, has prob and empower. Like those are both she does things. And then she can yep. like move that she mind control you. Yeah, that's
3: annoying.
0: And then she can carry her own mastermind follow the you Yeah, like, so, yeah those she would do
3: things. But yeah, right just, now at forty points, what you're actually paying for is hope you hit a leadership.
2: Yep. <laughs> if, if not, yep. she's just stats on them a sixty mobility. Oh man. I, I don't get why she doesn't have any of those powers at 40 points. She has yeah, literally one no up. special powers. <laughs> like, she <laughs> has three on her card and none on that dial.
3: Surely you could spare one power <laughs> for the latter half of the dial. No, it would
2: be, it would be unfair if she had ESD senses at 40 points.
3: I mean, that still wouldn't be enough to make her good, but sure. No. At that point, you're hoping... You're playing her for the
0: leadership role and to generate stuff because you have somebody else to mastermind with. Otherwise, yeah, what
2: the hell? Yeah, I, I, I don't see this ever being touched. No, we're this really... nope. um, we have one of my favorite designs I've ever seen in this game with a super adaptoid. Uh, they are either 150 points or 100 points, but for the exact same dial, the difference being in all three of their powers. Uh, it has a option to you pick a power and if they're 150 you get additional powers uh yeah so but for 150 they are five range team player one uh start off with a 7-12-18-4 with a uh, side step special attack special defense special damage uh they're a flyer and a giant has a trait uh traded shape change super adaptoid can use the effect of all equipment equipped to opposing characters within range and line of fire that's really good that might get
3: confusing (laughs) Yeah, I could see there being two equipment that nobody has ever had to think about how they've interacted before.
2: <laughs> yep, It's like I have a time platform stone modifier cloak. OK, that's pretty, pretty cool. Um, Yeah, has it. Her attack power is energy explosion, force blast, quake. Uh, If Super Adaptoid is 150 points, when it uses Energy Explosion or Quake, you may choose a targeted character. Opposing characters within two squares in the line of fire of that chosen character become targets as well. Um, Defense power is free. Choose one to use until your next turn. If Super Adaptoid is 150, choose two instead. Uh, ESD, Impervious, and Super Senses. Uh, So if you're 150, you pick two. And then Damage power, free. Choose one to use until your next turn. If you're 150, choose two. Uh, modify attack and damage plus one. Super Adaptoid deals penetrating damage. And with Super Adaptoid attacks, opposing characters can't use shape change or super senses. Um, so this, I think this is a legitimately potentially playable figure. Um, main problem, obviously, is the uh, range. You know, five range with sidestep doesn't really get you much. Um You're also kind of relying on the rollouts to keep you alive because the impervious is kind of a dud power most of the time, with how much penetrating damage there is in the game. Um, But if this figure just kind of gets into a fight and just starts massively gaining equipment, uh, it just becomes real scary real quick. Um, I can definitely have fun with this figure.
3: Yeah, I love this figure. (laughs) I don't know if it's good, but it's awesome.
2: Same. Like I, I don't know if it's actually gonna do well. It probably isn't, but it's just so cool.
3: I also just—it's so silly
2: looking. Yeah. <laughs> it has like beetle wings with like a destroyer helmet and hammer and shield. It's all like, like it's spray painted green. <laughs> it's so. It looks like it is a like crappy army soldier. It's so funny. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Just has the the knockoff. Green plastic versions of everything.
2: <laughs> yep. Um. Then we have the Super Air Prime. Uh, this is the last Super Air Primes. Uh, last Prime of the set, the Super Adaptoid. This is Cindy Moon, who I think is Silk as That's right, the Super yeah. Adaptoid. Which I I think is, is this is like a what if or something. I don't know if you know.
3: Yeah, I think it's I think it's the Cindy Moon from uh, the Spider Gwen dimension, where she's like evil. Alright. And a part of uh, I can't remember what she does in that dimension, but she's evil in some way. So I think that's who this
2: is. Alright. Um, this figure is super interesting and I think could potentially be played, but it's it's risky. Uh but yeah, she is one hundred and forty points. She has five range, two targets, the Spider-Man team ability. She is an eight eleven, eighteen, four, running shot, special attack power, willpower, Uh, special damage power she has traded invincible super senses super strength safeguard outwit um so she is completely protected without wit she has traded invincible and traded 50 50 senses with the spider-man team ability that by itself is just a really good die piece um she has an attack power Uh, When Super Adaptoid hits, if the attack roll was doubles, after resolutions, you may have a hit character unequip any equipped equipment, then make a close terrain attack as free targeting that character, regardless of adjacency. When she does, she may treat any one terrain marker, including objects within range and line of fire, as held. So if she punch or shoots you and she rolls doubles, she takes your equipment, says you don't have this anymore, and bonks you over the head with it. Um, I pretty fun turnaround. Just it's it's obviously incredibly powerful. It's just a free attack and unequipping, so you get points with it. Um, it's just unfortunately tied to doubles, so there's yeah. really there's no consistent way to get this out. Other she than can like, take a
3: lot of reactions if
2: things go perfectly. <laughs> yeah, she can. Like, at, if you have like the star up, you're more likely to like roll doubles or something, but. Besides that, it's just inconsistent, but when it comes up, man, it's terrifying. Um, Then she has a damage power. uh, Range combat expert. When a super adapter is given a range destroy action, after resolutions you may place her in a square that was last occupied by the destroyed terrain if you do make a range attack. So this just makes her actual reach. I think it's just full map on a 16 by 16 because she can running shot four, shoot a uh, terrain marker five away. And it just says place in a square of that marker, not the one you destroyed. So if I think if you destroy the, like, two by three elevated, you can get placed in, like, the square at the very front of it, then shoot. Yeah, so, right. yeah, so that's, what, four plus five plus three plus five. That's basically the full map, yeah. Yeah, that is totally it's, whole map. Yeah, she's she's getting pretty much anywhere she wants, and it's hitting two things for five damage. Uh, with the only caveat being it's not penetrating, and you don't get to do special stuff unless you roll doubles. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't hate this figure. I, I think she could definitely see
4: some interesting play.
3: Only the 80-point line was better.
2: <sighs> yeah. 140 is just so much to ask. She yeah starts at 610, 173 with sidestep. Like I just yeah. If she started one click in on that charge click and was like 75, 60, I'd be very happy. Um, then last super rare before we get to the chases, we have Clea Sorcerer Supreme, which I think could possibly be the best super rare here. Uh, she has a 150 point dial. Don't look at it. You're not playing it. Uh, <laughs> she, has, she has an 80 point dial. Um, she has a cool attack power that's essentially fire tokens, uh, and then she has to stop invincible senses on her last click. But you're playing her mainly for her trait, which is opposing characters not within Clea Sorcerer Supreme's range cannot target friendly characters within Clea Sorcerer Supreme's range. She has a five printed range with uh, three targets. So immediately. She's an anti-Scarab tech, which is just, we know how prevalent that figure is. We know how much we're going to see at Worlds. We're expecting it. She can definitely be a very good counter against that. Because something that I don't know if a lot of people are thinking of is you can just perplex down her range. Yeah, I'm trying to Uh, figure
3: out if there's a way to replace her range with zero.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if there's, I was kind of looking through like, okay, what figures negatively modify friendly stats, or what figures like, what if there's an equipment that you negative something, but I haven't found anything yet. Because but,
3: that's busted, if you can make her range zero.
2: Yeah, you just, you, can you just literally you can't attack her. Like, it's just, she's invincible. It's stupid. Yeah, um, she's not even within her range. She's not within her own range, so she just can't be targeted. Uh but yeah, as it is right now, if you play three perplexes, which is pretty easy with equipment and just good figures having perplex, uh you can get her down to a range of two, which just makes a really, really good defensive shell. Um I don't
3: stand see... away from the rest of your team and
2: yeah. Good shape. I don't see how Scarab ever beats this. Like ever. Um so I'm really glad we have something that shuts down something as powerful as that. Um, and yeah, only it was not- swappable. Yeah, not for enough of nothing. She is prob psychic blast for eighty points, so she's not doing nothing if they get too close. But she's a uh, she's cool. She's really good. Um, I definitely think we're gonna see some teams with her. Uh, also, because of another figure we're gonna talk about in a minute, uh, she gets a lot better. But yeah, there has to uh, be
3: some way to replace her range
2: with zero in like bronze at least, right? The, I there has to be. I've I haven't looked too much yet, but I could definitely see something like that happening in this figure getting banned pretty quickly.
3: Yeah, in, in <laughs> it's just, older, such, a, it's just such a breakable trait, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, it's one of those things that you know they were so hesitant to make because they're like, we got to be really careful because it just breaks everything in the game. If you do what you want to do with it. But yeah. Yep.
3: Well, OK, wait, wait, wait. What we can definitely do in modern is um, we can get the lasso of truth on her, which gives her a range of four instead of five, and then perplex it down three.
2: Does that just passively make your range four?
3: Yeah, it's just in cap, comma, range of four. Not for the in cap. You just have.
2: Oh, I guess. Yeah, I guess you could choose to have that be your. So that makes her the only targetable character. That. Act, yeah if you until they kill your perplexes or however you're negating your range yeah that's incredible Well,
3: but they can't because they can't target them
2: <laughs> unless they're pulse
3: waving or whatever but
2: oh yeah true yeah that's so you just like is. so
3: then you just like put everybody else in your team around her so they can't attack her and then they just can't attack that
2: yeah that, too good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that does seem very abusable
3: oh then Wait, wait,
2: wait, yeah, yeah, not, yeah. One yeah, means they
3: can attack her.
2: Yeah, they no, have to be adja- They have to be adjacent to. Uh, one mean, one means they can attack. Uh, wait, let's reread this. How does this work? So, within, if they're that are within. Oh, so, no, if they're no, no. not within one square, making they can't it zero doesn't her. work. No,
3: unless you're playing just her. You can yeah. play just her, and then it works. One does though. If you just fully surround her. And they have no way to move people.
2: It works. Yep. Then she is essentially invincible and then anything not within one square. Yeah. Just there's just no range attack unless you shoot out yeah. adjacency.
3: If they have no way to place your characters, then they're in trouble. But Very if they do so. have knockback. Oh, um you play her with Prime Captain America. So that all your characters are immobile.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Doesn't that just work?
2: Uh except for Pulse Wave, because Prime Cap is a yeah, yeah, Pulse Wave. Of course, of course. That does work, but I feel like it I mean, already... everybody just has the,
3: Pulse Wave, so... <laughs> yeah, everyone has
2: Pulse Wave. This already kind of loses to Pulse Wave. I don't, I don't know if yeah. you go full in on the Captain America, but that definitely could work.
3: Let's just get Superman Blue. Um, That's <laughs> that's a modern legal figure, right?
2: Definitely, yeah. There's a world's finest figure in modern. <laughs> Almost the same thing. <laughs> it's pretty much the same as it being modern. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: I don't know. Oh, wait. Oh, no, no, no. You play Cosmo. You take the power action and say no pulse wave within six.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. This Cosmo. is coming together. <laughs> this is yeah. This is get that's that be work. very annoying. Just throw on like a Saki or whatever with perplex and give something a dark hold. Give her the dark hold for just her own perplex. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have someone else get the is... natural rings.
3: Is there anything that just, like, gives passive range of eight or something so that you can make sure that your opponent can't pause away by getting up in Cosmo's range?
2: Just play Shield TA. Yeah. Or, actually, no, sure. you wouldn't want to do that. You wouldn't want to do that because then it would give her plus range, but... Um, yeah, that's true. Uh, Quick thought, for <laughs> the love of God, I'm checking. Please tell me that the yellow ring only works on opposing characters.
3: <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sinestra.
2: No, when they use it to negatively modify a combo, it's minus two, so you can Sinestro ring minus her deep range by two. All right,
3: all right. Ten Weird. points, two for Plexus. Not bad, not bad.
2: <laughs> this set review is turning into break Clea, and it's <laughs>
3: Look, there's got to be one figure. Uh, I mean, we have more figures that are going to absolutely break the game later, but uh, there, there always has to be one. Yeah, yeah. okay, so... So, Clea, so at zero, okay, so if there's an equipment that gives her zero range in bronze, then you play just 150 point Clea, and then she's unkillable except with Pulse Wave. So, that works. Yeah. Um, or you, well, you play two, no, you can't play two. You play 180 and 1, 150 if you can, like, make them both zero. Anyway, I don't know if there is one in bronze, but in, but one range and making sure that nobody else can stand next really does legitimately work. <laughs>
2: Yeah, one range and somehow give her the hyper time team ability. It'd be great.
3: <laughs> oh, that that would be so unreliable. Love it. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah it would be just... so fun.
3: Yeah, it really would be. All so right. yeah, so we have forty five point Captain America, and then forty five point Cosmo, and then Herd eighty. That's only one seventy, and then Darkhold and Sinestro. That's only one ninety.
2: That's 190, and now only a, you play Sicarian, everything
3: because within... he's good for 55. Yeah.
2: Do you just throw on a scarab of your own and just stay back, saying you can't come to me? Uh, yeah, maybe. That that seems like kind of the ultimate strat and of you just sort like of a, a stand in a corner. You just stand in a corner and say you can get to me, but you can only pulse wave, or you can only punch me.
3: Well, you can't punch
2: because you have to be next to her. Yeah, but if you are next to her, then you can punch Yeah, her. but
3: you just place your characters so that they can't get next to her. And oh, you have yeah. them all immobile with caps so they can't move them so that they can get yeah. next to her.
2: You just put just a wall of Chase Batman from the last set around her <laughs> that only take one from close?
3: Yeah, I just... No, you don't have to. They can't be punched. They would have to be standing next to her to punch
4: characters that were standing next to her.
2: Let me. So yeah, if she if she had a one range and they weren't next yeah. to her, right? Then they, they can't, can't attack at all.
3: So as long as you fill all of the squares next to her with your own characters. Oh yeah. They can only pulse wave.
2: They they should have given her a six range. They should have, <laughs> they, should have they should have they should have given her well, a six to make her a the lasso, But yeah. true. But the last is rotating, and she'll still be around.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so honestly, the Cosmo plus Clea plus... I mean, Scarab actually helps there because he can outwit Perplexes or Pulse Waves that could get their range up high enough that they can Pulse Wave.
2: <laughs> True. Yeah, that that just seems... Uh, and it just says of... can't
3: target, not can't target with an attack, so they couldn't outwit your outwit back to get rid of it.
2: Yeah, it's it's no targeting at all, so if they don't have Pulse Wave, they literally cannot interact with you at all.
3: Well, that seems mean. <laughs> I'll be interested to see if anybody tries it and if it works.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So on to the chases. Yeah. These crazy, crazy chases. Uh, first up, uh, we have Black Skull. Now, first thing to talk about with these figures, they all have the same trait, the multiversal masters of evil, which is free if X if. Black Skull, begin your turn on the map. Replace him with another character with this trait on the same click number. Uh, all eight chases... Eight or nine chases have this. Uh, yeah, eight. All eight chases have this. So, you now have shifting going to get focus. complicated quickly. It's... They all do so many unique things. Some are definitely better than others, but... If you're playing these guys, you need all the sideline space you can get, and you need to find exactly what ones you want to play.
3: Yeah, to be clear, I haven't read any of these yet.
2: So. Oh, you're going <laughs> to you're go have some fun on. here. <laughs> Alright, so Black Skull. Um, He's at 150. I've only been looking at all these chases at 50. That's their best line uh there are some yeah, you might want to play at 100 but for now we're going over at 50 pretty much
3: always in hero clicks you just look at the lower
2: point line. yeah so for 50 points he is a five range two targets hydra masters of evil team ability he starts off as an 8 10 17 3 with a speed power uh special speed power blades master exploit uh he has the symbiotic fusion trait because this is his red skull with a symbiote uh plasticity senses if he is within four squares in line of fire an opposing character he can't be targeted by range attacks uh, he has a second leader, uh, trait, leadership, shape change. When Black Skull uses leadership and succeeds, after resolutions, you enjoy a War Machine Bystander. A War Machine Bystander is 4 range, 4 speed sidestep, 10 attack energy explosion, uh, 16 toughness, 1 damage. They are a giant, and they have the Masters of Evil team ability. They so all have team ha- up cards? They all have team up cards, yeah. We'll get to those. <laughs> okay, all right. Um... And then lastly, he has a speed power. Charge Flurry Stealth, Giant Reach 2. Um, so you're probably starting on this guy to potentially generate a war machine bystander just to get a free energy explosion that sees over everything. And then you're probably swapping him out, but I don't I don't think he's awful. Um yeah. on top dial. He's a charge flurry blades, giant reach, it's really hard to hit. Um just traded double rollout is obviously good.
3: These aren't unique, right?
2: No. Uh, yeah, you
3: could always just play two of them then.
2: Yep. And then he has a team-up card. Well,
3: you can't do the team-up cards, I guess, right?
2: No. So the one thing about their team-up cards is they remove the multiversal Masters of Evil trait, so you can't swap them if you play the team-up
3: card. Oh, interesting. Okay, so you might play a team-up card, but you're only doing it.
2: Yeah. If and that team up fun fact good. about team-up cards, you decide to use them at the beginning of the game, so you can choose if you're starting with one of them, to use their team-up card or not. So you can decide, okay. alright, let's say I'm playing Black Skull and for some reason I want him in the entire time, I can now use his team-up card. And his team-up card is if uh, it works on a Hydra and Masters of Evil team uh, theme team. And it's if he's on a listed theme team, friendly characters have Hydra team ability. If they already have it, when they use it, they have improved targeting characters. Uh, so Hydra is just PD. Um, that's that's just really good. Uh, this. That- you're minusing defense while seeing through characters. Uh, that plus Masters of Evil means that your opponent's defense is always probably going to be a minus 2 to 3. Uh, it's, it's really good. Uh, but yeah. Um, On to the next one, which is I think arguably the best one. Uh, we have Dark Phoenix. Um... She for 50 points is a seven-speed special power uh, 11183 with pensai super senses support. Uh, her speed power is hypersonic speed. When Dark Phoenix is given a capital move action after resolutions, choose one. Move up to two other friendly characters with the brute keyword up to half their speed value, or a friendly character with the brute keyword may make an attack. So,
3: how many of them have the brute keyword?
2: Two of them do, including Dark Phoenix. Um, We'll get to them in a minute. Uh, It's Hound and uh, Thor. Um, But you know who else is the brute keyword? Sky Tyrant. (laughs) So now, let's say you're playing... These guys are not unique. Let's say you're playing 250-point multiversal whatever. Have them both swap into Dark Phoenix. Sky Tyrant flurries. Power action to Phoenix move. He hits again. Sky Tyrant moves because of his power. Other Phoenix power action moves. Sky Tyrant hits again. Moves again because of his power. He can attack up to four times now. Um, And I'm going to throw this out there. Don't do it. It's not good. It's just really fun. Uh, 50 point Empire Hulk chase is pretty cool with this. Uh, But yeah, she has other powers that don't really matter. Um, She's just 50 points uh, that just enable map-wide Free attacks on friendly characters. It's yeah. very, very good. Uh, her team-up is Brute Masters of Evil. Um, and it's friendly characters can use steal Energy. They can already use it. They heal two clicks instead when they do. Um, so definitely, I mean, not bad, but... Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's fine. You're, you're most likely not playing either of those keywords, but you definitely could. Um, so now we're on to arguably... Again, this could obviously be the best one, too. Uh, King Killmonger. He has one of the craziest traits in Modern right now. Uh, Hacking you into pretty little pieces. Willpower. For all characters with this trait, when King Killmonger and or one or more adjacent friendly characters would be hit by an opposing equipped character, roll a d6. On the result of a 4 through 6, the attacker misses all targets instead protected pulse wave.
3: Oh, good. It's map-wide. I love map-wide traits.
2: Um, it, well, it's him and or an adjacent-friendly character, so okay. they have to be close, but yeah. um, Yeah, so, is your card surfer coming over trying to attack twice? Nope, he's just, he's just gonna miss. Oh, you're gonna, is your Saki trying to pulse wave me? Uh, yeah, no, he missed. Just any scenario where there's an equipped opposing character you now have a 50% chance to just miss, no matter what. Which is pretty much all of them right now. Yep. Um, the only way that you can get around this is a critical hit, because you will just sure. become hit. But besides that, yeah, you are uh, this guy is really a defense. He's also just decent for 50. Uh, he's yeah. 7, 11, 18, 3, sidestep, pensai, impervious, exploit. Um, he gets on, hit onto some a speed and attack power later in dial which is uh, Charge, Running Shot, Sidestep, and then his attack power is Blades, Precision Strike, seal Energy, Giant Reach 2. Um, he's definitely a figure that you swap into at the end of your turn and just throw in front of your opponent and say, Hit me. I dare you to. You probably won't be able to. Um, But yeah, this guy is just from now on until he rotates, you now have to consider, do I really want to equip this person? Because yeah. they might just not be able to attack consistently.
3: The the team-up is would be very good if you could somehow play it with Apocalypse and Genesis.
2: But I had can't. the exact same thought, because <laughs> I was originally playing all these guys with them, because they all have one or more keyword that lets them be Arako. Yeah. And I so wish that his team was Arako, which it never would be. But yeah, his, <laughs> his, his team-up is Masters of Evil Wakanda. If he's on the listed uh, theme team, friendly characters can use blades. If they already can use blades when they use it, increase the damage by one. Um, But yeah, he's really great. Definitely going to see a lot of play as the defensive piece. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Next up. Yeah, just
3: his existence makes me think that we're going to see a 50-point swap of these on a bunch of teams. For sure. Although sideline space being limited is is pretty nice, at least. But honestly, there's probably, like, two of them that are a good enough swap.
2: Yeah, and this is just unignorable defense. Like, even in a rune marker, he still gives this defense out. Like, Switch can potentially miss... Yeah, it's not a power, and it's Protected Pulse Wave. There's no way around this.
3: And Scarlet Witch can't choose not to begin the game with Darkhold, so she can't even get around it. True. Unlike Agatha, who for some reason can.
2: <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Inconsistency. You guarantee with your clicks. Um, all right, so next up we have the Doom Supreme. Uh. So he is... He's not great, but he's not bad either. He's one of those figures that you ha- you're you going to put on your sideline because just the ability to swap it to Force Blast Pulse Wave is just really good. Like, let's say you're playing Kill King-, King Killmonger, sidestep in, free action swap, you are now dealing to essentially unavoidable to the entire team. Yeah, the fact
3: that makes up for his uh,
2: lack of movement attack uh he has a trait he has another trait that makes him worth it uh opposing characters within range that were not part of your opponent's starting force can't use protected outwit or safeguard so if your opponent is playing swap let's say if they swapped into apocalypse or genesis you could swap into doom supreme now that you can outwit them they are not protected at all uh at them. if there's some kind of cosmic bystander generated it can now be outwitted yeah. it's just it's situationally useful Especially it's unfortunate that
3: Apocalypse and Genesis almost always start on map so that they, yeah. you can use the keywording.
2: It also just counters like themselves, because like Dark Phoenix and like a couple others have cosmic energy. So if you're up against them, you're a mirror match and you just swap into Doom and now you can just outwit him.
3: The Dark Phoenix moving brutes thing is also pretty useful
2: for getting Doom Supreme into the range. For sure. Yeah. Have him be a brute, move him into rain, swap into Doom. Definitely really good. Uh he also has a very, very good damage power. Um that I don't know if it's worth keeping him in a lot for it, but it's really good. It's leadership protected outwit. When an opposing character within range uses outwit, perplex, or prob, after resolutions, choose one. Remove an action token from a friendly character, heal a friendly character one click, Doom Supreme can use the listed power until he chooses again. So let's say you have your opponent has a couple perplexes, they're about to attack you, it's like okay, I have a up attack twice. Alright, I'll heal whoever you're attacking twice, or take tokens off my team so i'm definitely attacking next turn or let's say you probed me cool i'll just take that prob and prob you back it's a very very helpful power um and it just basically threatens your opponent for trying to just secure any thing they're trying to do just second guessing using those yeah. powers is always good yeah
3: i mean he may not be the best starting on map figure, but I don't think you're making a sideline for these guys that doesn't include him
2: yeah i I think that he's on the sideline. you're not mad about it he's good um also, I will say uh I pulled this guy in sealed, and wow in, it's kind of unfair that he just heals every turn three times with his damage power <laughs> it's it was it was fun uh next up we have. Oh, uh Doom Supreme's team up card is uh if you're on Lat or Masters of Evil, everyone has Minions of Doom. If they already have it, they heal two clicks instead. Yeah, um it's fine. It's 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 fine. Just thought I'd mention it. Uh next up, are in my opinion, the worst one. Uh this is Kid Thanis. Um he is literally just a taxi. Uh he starts with a speed power, phase and teleport, passenger four. When he's given a move action, capital move. After resolutions, deal one damage to each adjacent opposing character. Um, it, it's fine. He has a stop click on his last click that stop toughest regen, ESD. And then a damage power that he doesn't start with, that isn't good enough for me to carry, He doesn't start with it. It's prob, and when he uses it to reroll an attack roll, or an opposing attack roll, if the attack misses, give the attacker an action token. So if he's on that click and he props someone into a miss, they essentially get two tokens because one for the action they just took and one for this. Um, If you are playing this character, the only scenario I think of is just you move up with him, deal someone a damage, and you swap into one we're about to talk out that has poison, which, because they were swapped, they technically haven't been moved or placed, so you can poison. So it's essentially a way just to deal two passive damage. Yeah. Um, besides, yeah. And then his team-up is if he's on Masters of Evil or Scientist, friendly characters have Safeguard, Opposing, Perplex, that's, I think, literally useless, but cool. Um, you don't. I don't really get perplexed in a lot of my games. It's just.
3: I mean, really Ring's
2: am. around. It's possible. Yeah, I, I've literally never seen someone negative with a Sinestro Ring. It's always just been like a support option. It maybe it should be. <laughs> it should. No, it should. Uh, Next up, we got Hound. This is uh, one of Dark Phoenix servants. This is a uh, Brute. It's uh, Wolverine. Uh, he has swap-out trait, and then he has another trait, Loyal Death Hunter, which is just traded in power, which is just, like, first off, 50 points, Master of Evil in power. For the swapping, it's really good. Like That's helpful. Um, yeah, in power, and then when Hound attacks an opposing character that has been hit this turn by another friendly character that shares a keyword with them, he modifies his attack plus one. If the shared keyword is Phoenix Force, he modifies attack plus two instead. Um, that's, it's, it's fine. Uh, he starts off uh, flurry Blades, combat reflexes, and then a damage power that's exploit battle fury, but can still be carried uh, by characters with masters of evil. And then when he takes damage, after solutions you he may heal him one click. So he has that damage power his entire dial. So whenever he takes damage, he just heals. Uh, but yeah, you 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 play him because you want to swap into Flurry Blades. Uh, he also has improved movement. Characters and elevated. So if Dark Phoenix lets him move, uh, he's getting through everything pretty much. Um, yeah
3: other than having brute for dark phoenix you're probably not playing this but maybe it's yeah this is definitely one of the
2: ones dark that dark phoenix. yeah you could not con- include on your sideline and you'd be fine with um team and it's team... not worth mentioning x-men team so this the team up is worth mentioning for one reason it's that he doesn't have x-men keyword unless he's playing that team up card okay so sure. he this is the first instance we've seen of them adding an additional keyword to a team up card.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting, actually.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He just gives X Men. Doesn't really matter. Uh, the next one is one of my personal favorites, um, and he has one of the best sculpts I've actually ever seen. Uh, Ghost Goblin. Uh, Ghost Goblin for 50 points is an 8, 11, 17, 3. Running shot, special attack power, EST perplex. His attack power uh, is energy explosion, poison, improved targeting, destroys blocking, slash slash. Ghost Goblin deals Penetrating damage. Swappable
3: Poison Penetrating.
2: Yep, Swappable Poison Penetrating, and then it's just Swappable 5-range Dual Target Energy Explosion with essentially a 12 attack, he has Perplex. Um, And then later on in his dial, he gets uh, Defense Power, EST, Regen, Senses, but he gets a really good damage power, which is Perplex Outwit. Once per turn, when he uses either to target an opposing character, after resolutions, he may deal one damage to an opposing character adjacent to the targeted character. Um, so, yeah, he... Unfortunately, doesn't have that in the same place as his attack power, but he always has something that is essentially free damage. Uh, and just swapping in to destroy, blocking, penetrating energy explosion is really good. Like that's Just having that in your back pocket is so helpful.
3: Yeah, I mean I can Yeah, I don't know. Uh like theoretically, <laughs> if you played like three Kid Thanoses and three of these, you
2: would be dealing a bunch of damage.
3: In practice it probably just doesn't really work.
2: Yeah, any you just run into a reducer and are sad. Unless yeah. you play like Cosmo. Yeah. Um
3: Which you could, but then yeah,
2: I mean you're I guess thinking... Kid Thanos
3: can carry Cosmo, but Kathanos' movement is
2: bad. I don't know. You're sinking so much time and effort into just thinking why am I not playing Maggot?
3: Right, yeah, yeah. There's just better options for the free damage yeah. stuff.
2: Um, The next one is my personal favorite, and is definitely one of the best. Uh, this is the Iron Inquisitor. Um, So he has a trait, uh, or he starts off as an 8, 10, 18, 3, stealth, TK, special defense, special damage. He has a trait, free choose a character in your KO area, and choose a standard power printed on that character's card. Iron Inquisitor can use the chosen power until you choose again. So... He's just pick a power for things that are dead. That's really helpful. Uh, use he's your also, ghost
3: goblin, get a poison.
2: Yep. Or get a perplexed wait, whatever. Um well, he has then his next two powers are both insane. He has know, he impervious but can reduce penetrating damage. Adjacent friendly characters can use mastermind, but only to choose a character with the masters of evil keyword protected outwit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So everyone adjacent can just mastermind to him and he has a rollout to just say he takes no damage. It's incredibly helpful. Um, you can also mastermind to anyone else with Masters of Evil. You know, like if you have Hound who's going to heal, you do that. Or if you have uh, someone will get just to you in a minute. Spread the unit.
3: damage wherever you need to.
2: Yeah. Like, it's it's just really helpful. Uh, and then his damage power is Perplex. When he uses it to target another friendly character, that character can use Prob until your next turn.
3: And I assume this is the other Stark Industries character you were talking about earlier?
2: Correct. Um, you're probably not going to have room to fit in uh war machine if you're playing them yeah might not but if if you're playing Saki and this guy, you might want to consider it uh but yeah uh he's just a genuinely really really good figure he is an amazing support piece that can randomly be a great attacker if you just start picking powers um yeah. good repositioning just get out, go all around uh you if at the end of a turn you swap into King Killmonger and this guy you're really def- really defensed which is really good. Uh, and his team up is Masters of Evil and Shield theme teams. And if it's uh if he's on a listed theme team, when a friendly character uses Perplex Outwit or Prob, their minimum range is four or a seven. So just seven range, perplex prob outwit if you're on a theme team. Uh not, not nothing. If you're playing Masters of Evil, I could consider keeping this guy permanently on the field. Just to use that. Uh but it's fine. Yeah. The problem with trying to play Masters of Evil is that there just isn't that
3: much outside of these guys.
2: So, Oh, I did forget to mention um, Ghost Goblin's team-up card is uh, friendly characters get Sinister Syndicate, and if they already have it, they modify their attack plus one when they use it, which actually is good with Iron Spider. So, that team-up plus Iron Spider with Ghost Goblin can be kind of hard to play
3: theme team, though.
2: True. But it can be good. Uh, Then last normal chase is Thor. Uh, he is essentially the ranged version of Hound. He has traded enhancement. And then, if another friendly character that shares a keyword with Thor took damage from an attack, he has plus one defense. If the shared keyword is Phoenix Force, it's plus two defense. Uh, and then he's a generic shooty piece. He starts off sidestep, Pensai, Involm, RCE, 811, 183, which is 124 with RCE. Uh, he swaps between energy explosion, precision strike, props, psychic blast. On his clicks. And then his last click is a stop click. Which is stop toughness. Free KO Thor. If you do choose another friendly character. And roll a d6. Heal their chosen character equal to half the result. If the chosen character has the masters of evil keyword. Don't half the result. Um, like. I feel like this is like a last ditch. You know time is coming up. And are ahead on points. Or you're about to win the game with an attack. So just heal something and do it. But besides that. I don't see why you ever just don't swap into something more defensive instead of doing this. Yeah. I mean, if it like removed all
3: action tokens or something, maybe, but just healing a bit, probably not. Yeah.
2: Uh, he only heals a bit, and then I figure we're literally about to talk to you, does this better. Uh, But yeah, his team up is actually probably the best team up, even though you're not really a, going to play it. It's an Asgardian Masters of Evil theme team, and if Thor is on a listed theme team, when a friendly character deals damage, that damage can't be reduced below 2. Oh, yeah, that is good. Yeah, so you're just always dealing... I mean, dealing... It. I mean yeah. it would be
3: hard, but you could. Yeah. Uh, yeah, his... yeah, his top click just isn't that good. But, I mean, if you're playing Dark Phoenix, it's not like that bad to have him on map.
2: No, I'm perfectly fine swapping in to a person that can attack twice 12-4 penetrating. Yeah, I mean, the biggest
3: problem is obviously trying to play a Master of Evil theme team, but it could happen. Yeah, so these are obviously all very good, although I'll have to see them built with, or build to see exactly how I want to play them. There's so many options, it's hard to figure out, like, just how many I want to play, even, on the main. Yeah. Because it's probably not one, but is it two? I don't know. I mean, and it could be one. Like, just... killmonger into like iron inquisitor is probably like a fine sideline i don't know yeah but but i mean yeah because adjacent friendly characters yeah iron inquisitor is still good if there's nobody else with the uh master Duel keyword yeah for sure So i could see that just being a fine two-figure swap you might include ghost goblin just for some better offensive option as well probably would yeah unless you really need those sideline slots um. Anyway, um, I probably won't really play them because uh, I just really hate Jason Aaron's Avengers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thematically, these guys are cool. Like, I I don't yep. know this storyline that well, but like, this is just a cool concept. I I always love amalgamations of characters. Like, these are all. So just, that's
3: yeah. I mean, so that's that. sort of Jason Aaron's Avengers in a in a in a nutshell, which is oh, this is a cool concept. Did you like think it through it all? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> it's just like it was just all style yeah. of substance which like you know some style over substance comics are fun but they're just not my uh, not my thing nah, since so i did not enjoy it it was just everybody written out of character and stuff some of these were cool
2: yeah um King Cole was fun. so you said you haven't looked at have you looked at mephisto at all
3: yes mephisto is the one figure that i definitely
2: okay really does. i was it's, gonna say because oh boy this figure dear god they made an ultra chase incredibly meta and it's terrifying well it.
3: either incredibly
2: meta or literally broken and will be errata. one of the two it yeah um i don't <laughs> it is broken but i don't think it's to the extent where it needs an errata if scarab was left unchanged i think he's gonna be left unchanged just until swap rotates we'll see yeah um, i mean that's
3: a, that's the problem he's not that broken once swap rotates but with swap he's very broken yeah
2: um so yeah let's just let's get into him he's a uh, so he has three traits. Um, I'm not even gonna read the traits first. I just I'm just gonna go over what he has for 30 points. For 30 points, he is three clicks. He has five range, one bolt. Uh, he has cosmic energy, masters of evil, and mystic team ability. Uh, we're, we were just talking about how there shouldn't be more than just three <laughs> team abilities, and yep. here we go on a 30 point figure. Uh, all phenomenal team abilities. He has he is an 8, 11, 17, 3. Uh, because, of course, he's at 11 for three for 30 points. Uh, he has plasticity, poison, super senses, and a special damage power. His special damage power is outwit, probability control, and shape change. Just that, just those stats, this point value, those powers, these team abilities already meta for 30 points. Oh, uh, sorry, improve targeting characters or improve movement characters, I've got to say. 30 points. Masters of Evil, cosmic deity, uh, ruler, politician, mystical—keywords. It's it's good, but he has three incredibly, I would say, close to broken traits. Three incredible. So yeah. Good. So his first trait: sideline active. When a character, not friendly or opposing, just a character, leaves the sideline. After resolutions, you may generate Mephisto from your sideline adjacent to that character, even if he wasn't placed on your sideline for this effect. If that character was opposing, Mephisto has immune until your next turn. Now, very important last bit of this power, Mephisto can't be included on your sideline during force construction. Now, that's incredibly confusing unless you read the second trait, which says when Mephisto is KO'd, Add him to your sideline instead of removing him from the game, even if he previously left your sideline for a different effect. He is still scored. Protected pulse wave. That means every time you kill this guy, he just, you get 30 points. He goes to the sideline. Any of the chases use their swap. He's back. Top dial. Right next to them. Or let's say you kill this guy. You then call out destroyer. Cool. Mephisto's there he's back immediately. You call out Scrappy, he's back. You call out a Sentinel, he's back.
3: War Machine, very easily machine,
2: on this War style machine. of team. Yeah. Any, anything like that. Let's say you swap your characters in the beginning of the game. Okay, turn one, I will place Mephisto adjacent to you.
3: Yeah, we'll talk about that after we finish reading the
2: trades. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, he is a he essentially can come back infinitely while just continuously giving up points to the point where when do you stop attacking him is a good question
3: when he's Uh, mystics with with two rollouts, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, that can't be (laughs) outwitted. And then lastly, his last trait, once per turn, when another character leaves a sideline, after resolutions, you may heal one click on a friendly character or remove an action token from a friendly character. If that character that left a sideline has the Masters of Evil keyword, you may choose both. So, essentially, this means that every turn, Whenever you swap your chases, you heal one of them, you take a token off. This means, let's say you swap between Ghost Goblin and Thor. Every single turn they're attacking, because they're just continuously taking tokens off. They're continuously healing. Just, that's it. You're not stopping it. It's happening.
3: Yeah, I mean, you can also just, like, have it be King Killmonger and... uh... Uh, iron inquisitor and you're taking tokens off your actual attackers right like there are so many options you don't have to take it off the character that left the sideline or
2: something you can swap into dark phoenix take a token off somebody free move them up and then have them flurry Mm -hmm. you do so much with it uh it's really good so yeah that's uh that's Mephisto, but we're not done because an ultra chase has a team-up card Devin. yeah how do, you, how do you feel about that? <laughs> not great, I'll be honest. Yeah, Unfortunately, <laughs> fortunately, it
3: mostly makes him worse. But you know,
2: it. Okay, it. I, I don't know about that. I think there's one of these that is incredibly, incredibly good. Um, but they're all good. So for his team up card, he has three different team ups, but he loses every one of his other traits. He has this none is of his one card, traits.
3: Right? It's not like three different cards. It's just one card with three team ups on it.
2: Yes. It's not do we have real. any
3: idea whether that like even works within the rules?
2: <laughs> what do you mean?
3: Just like I I I don't know how team up cards are even like work. I don't know what the rules text says. Can it's, you it's take a team up card and then like only some traits on it are active?
2: No, if if so, two of them are masters of evil. If you're on masters yeah. of evil, you get both those effects.
3: Right, right, yeah, yeah. No, I understand how they want it to work <laughs> i'm just wondering whether yeah. it does but it doesn't it, really
2: I, I believe it does work that way right now um but yeah uh so yeah his first team up masters of evil and ruler if he's on a listed theme team when he would be dealt damage from an attack he may instead choose another friendly character within range and line of fire if he does that character takes one unavoidable damage so okay you're gonna hit mephisto nope you dealt damage to hound who then heals immediately Nothing happened. Good job. Um, Second team up, team up Masters of Evil Monster Theme Team. If he's on a listed theme team, when a standard character is KO'd, you may heal a friendly character one click. Yeah, that's great. Um, Super good if you're on Masters of Evil. This last one, I think, makes him truly broken. Team up Deity Mystical Theme Team. Thank God this is not Masters of Evil. If he's on a listed theme team, when a friendly character within range and line of fire makes an attack, Mephisto may replace a die in that attack roll with a six. If he does, deal Mephisto one unavoidable damage. Yeah, that's
3: interesting. Yeah, and you have to choose which theme team you're on. So even if all of your characters have Masters of Evil
2: and deity, you still can't get all three of these themes. Yes, yeah, you 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 have to choose. Um, You know what's really fun about that last one, Devin? It's not a free action, and it's not once per turn.
3: Yep, just anytime anybody makes an
2: attack. Yep. It's like okay, you you've now minimum rolled a seven. I take a damage. Oh no, someone heal me with whatever. I don't know, but and the percent of critting is pretty good. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, this is uh, and on top of all that, he still has his damage power by whip prop shape change too. Um, this is just insane. Uh, I mean, it's an ultra chase. That's obviously explains most of his just extra whatever. I'm sure he gets major point deduction for that. But yeah, I mean, my theory on ultra chases,
3: is that they shouldn't actually be good. But yeah, no. And historically, they're, they haven't been that good. They've been like fine. I, I think hey, the historical ones have been OK. I think they've it, been a good power level. But
2: did it specifically say they're not going to make ultra chases good because that would just be yeah, mean? They probably did that. <laughs> Yeah, and then they made Mephisto who if you're playing in a competitive event, you should probably have him on your team.
3: So, okay. So there's a few th- more things we have to talk about about Mephisto. Um namely his interaction with three previously printed characters, <laughs> Apocalypse, mm-hmm. Genesis, and Professor X. Um he has the monster keyword, so he's an X-Man, of course, as everybody is. Uh And the way that sideline actives actually work is that nothing about the trait being a sideline active says that it's not also active when you're on the map. Like, they've used that previously to make traits work both on the sideline and on the map. Yep. Um, So what you can do is when he has the X-Men keyword, you can swap him out, a character left to the sideline as part of him being swapped out. After resolutions, you may generate Mephisto from your sideline. He's on the sideline, that works, adjacent to yep. that character. So he's back in. Cool. Uh, do you have more than one Professor X? Alright, let's swap out a Mephisto again. So you just get like 93 points.
2: So that actually That's doesn't fun. work. Um, because it does, but in we'll the in the comp it states this is we need clarification on this, because in the comp yeah. it states that when you go to a sideline. Uh, you lose all keywords you gained. But it also has. Least. Yeah. So that prevent you can't swap him in and out, in and out, in and out for like a free 90 points. But you can. Only can't, free 30 points. Yeah. He's, you can still do it once and still get a free 30 points.
3: Yeah. That's good enough. But yeah, the, the keywords thing is good. I yeah. was wondering whether you kept keywords on the sideline.
2: You unfortunately you, you don't. If, if you did, then yeah, well, you just get, extra, you get hundreds <laughs> of extra points with him.
3: Well, that's good at least, but 33 points is still pretty nice. Yeah,
2: 330 30 point game with swap. The problem with that is if you're playing him, you're probably playing the chases, and then you're also playing swap, so your sideline is just so cluttered. <laughs> your sideline is a mess, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Having, having only... I, I did hate them removing it to only six sideline spots, and I still kind of do, but I really like that we get designs like this because of it. Like, they're more free to do stuff like this, like these chases
3: yeah they know. I, I like six sideline slots because of this it makes sideline actives actually have a cost which they just like basically didn't previously
2: yeah it's it's really fun really good i like it
3: um yeah i mean i can totally see an x-men swap team where you just use like one sideline slot for uh, king killmonger or uh, iron inquisitor
2: yeah why um,
3: not? actually neither of them can be an x-man so you have to you have to use two if you want both of them.
2: King Killmonger is warrior. Does he? Yeah, he's warrior.
3: Okay, it's missing from
2: uh, Nexus then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Inquis- Inquisitor doesn't. So, I mean, if one of them have it, they all do, because you just it. Yeah, yeah, you just have to... You would have had to use an extra. I mean,
3: honestly, Black Skull main Uh, main board and then swap it out wouldn't be the yeah.
2: end of the world either, that's, so... That's, that's completely fine. Yeah,
3: uh, so does a lot. Uh... <laughs> The, yeah. the biggest problem is wondering whether he's going to be errated in some way, and therefore whether he's worth buying, and like how much money he costs.
2: It's going to be a mess, I think. <laughs> I, th- I think they're probably not going to errata him before they see a big tournament result with him active, so unless we see a major showing of him at Nationals, I don't know. Yeah. Um, If we do, and it's definitely like, okay, every team is just a free 30 point Mephisto, then yeah, I I definitely think they could take a look at it and. Yeah, I mean, the thing is that like,
3: adding every character in the game to X-Men is just already really good. Mm -hmm. So doing it well, getting an extra 30 points seems very good, and like there's not much reason to do anything else, but we'll see.
2: There's probably so many ways to break this too in silver and bronze that I need to I need to start working on. But man, (laughs) I'm I'm very excited to build with this figure. I'm very excited to build with all these chases. I love this chase set. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to try and get them all, like everyone else, and it's it's challenging. But yeah,
3: I wonder if any of the like send somebody to the sideline to get somebody with their same
2: name works for this. Um, I believe that. Are they all two high points probably? I think they do need to clarify, like, swapping um, with point values. Because it doesn't say, like, a, uh, a 100 point can't swap into a 50 point, but they're on click one. So, like, they need to clarify that because that technically kind of works. Um, But, yeah, besides that, they, for the most part, don't get too finicky with their swaps should be pretty yeah. basic
3: yeah and like isotopy requires point value exactness right
2: yeah they have to be either the same or less
3: yeah and the only mephistos that exist in the game are more than 30 points so yeah i don't think it works
2: the only ones i even know of are this one and the uh when i think paris made yeah yeah which who's 45 points so
3: Significantly too many,
2: uh, and then there's <laughs> the fact there's that the...
3: that was like a fantastic figure at the time, and compared to this one, is' very funny for the points,
2: yeah, there's been some Power creep remember two hundred and forty point Mephisto from like twenty ten <laughs> that was <just> some <laughs> weird frog thing Mephisto. yeah, another yeah. um right. but yeah,
3: quick run through and... of some legacy cards.
2: Yeah. Uh there there is also the release day Hawkeye. Um oh. yeah, he's yeah, I clicked on him and I assumed he was a legacy card. Yeah, he's he's the release day. Um he's actually pretty good. Uh he's fifty or twenty-five. You're probably gonna play about twenty five. For twenty-five, uh he's a six ten, seventeen one with uh sidestep precision strike senses RCE. He has a venture, ventures initiative, he's Avengers Thunderbolt Washington Artist. He has a trait. Uh I'm not the worst Avenger. If Hawkeye is the lowest point character on your team, on your or your force, he can't be targeted by non-adjacent opposing character. If Hawkeye is on an Avengers theme team, modify his combat values plus one. So for 25 points, he can be at 12, three precision strike, sees through hindering, six range, can't be targeted. Um, pretty good. Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, just also just the general access for wildcarding Avengers initiative for that cheap. Yeah, all good.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean if you're playing on an Avengers theme team, you're probably uh playing Scarlet Witch who already brings it, but
2: yeah. still. This this nice is an, have another option. It's also good just to have a 25-point swap option yeah. for swap.
3: For sure. A good 25-point. Because it used to be like a Mockingbird was the best yeah. you could do in the in the point range. So nice to nice to have a slight upgrade there.
2: Um there is the three play-at-home kits that we can just skim over. They're they're fine. Uh Captain America he. 55 points. Uh, he's just an empower enhancement piece that has a trait that when he uses willpower or leadership he can heal keep people. And if friendly characters with the Avengers keyword have no action tokens, they have safeguard outlet. Really good effect. Weird number of points for doing nothing super useful. Uh, yeah, probably not that great. Um, I believe, and it's the... Uh, I believe the dual-based Captain America Legacy card comes in the pack with this. Something like that. Um, I was really excited at Superior Iron Man for like two seconds till I realized he didn't start with that damage power. Um, but yeah, I'll read him just because I like him. Uh, he's 125 or 75. He has a trait, uh, extremist 3.0, perplex when Iron Man use uh, Superior Iron Man or a character with an extremist token uses perplex. After resolutions, give all targeted characters an extremist token if they don't already have one. If all other standard characters on the map have an extremist token, modify Superior Iron Man's combat values by plus two, and he has cosmic energy. Uh, And then on his... Unfortunately, his last three clicks, he has a damage power. Giant exploit weakness. When Superior Iron Man is perplexed, he may instead target all opposing characters within range and line of fire and choose combat values for all of them. So for a second, I thought that on top dial, he can just perplex down an entire team and then pretty quickly get everyone an extremist token to make him like a 13 for six with a 20 defense but uh yeah it doesn't work uh hulk is i guess rick jones when he became hulk i i I guess that happened it's a what if Um, apparently yeah he has a trait hulk splash uh, it's when he makes a close attack, if he occupies illicit terrain, after solutions he may use the corresponding effect is free if he occupied hindering, he can smoke cloud if he occupied elevated, he can move if he occupied water, he could use pulse wave um, and he has a damage power passenger one, free make a close attack but only to target a character that's been targeted by another friendly character with a scientist keyword this turn uh, 75 points, pretty bad stats, uh, free pulse wave's good free attack's good, it's just too many points and doesn't do enough, yeah, just tough that. to make work all right. Uh, legacies. Uh, this is the Ant-Man I was talking about. Uh, yes. So he's 50 or 25 points. I'm playing with 25. He has sideline active. When a friendly character named Hank Pym, Wasp, or Giant Man would be, would be KO'd, me instead replace them with Ant-Man on click number four, um, which is the starting guy with 25 point line. And he has the speed power. Charge, sidestep, stealth. Free, choose an adjacent character. That character gains tiny or giant till the beginning of your next turn. Uh, have fun in uh, Silver Devon. Yeah, uh, I'll be enjoying it. It's
3: great. Uh, yeah, I mean, you get... So, the best way to do this <laughs> at the time that I played something similar was Wasp Part of the Avengers, who was a title character who was 50 points. Um, this is a slight upgrade
2: to that. <laughs> yeah. it's He also just is 25 points for Perplex on Avengers Scientist Illuminati. Yeah. Oh, he's Swap on X-Men too. <laughs> Yeah, he's Avengers swap and X Men swap. Um, nice. yeah, I like how he has charge with a seven speed, nine attack, one damage. They're just like, yeah, he can do that.
3: Which precision strike? Yeah, totally fine. I've actually played this Ant Man in casual.
2: <laughs> um, he also yeah,
3: no, this use, is uh, fantastic. I I'm
2: looking forward to figuring out what I can do yeah. with this trait. Um, next up, we just. I, I wanna give WizKids props for this design philosophy. They picked a really old character. What's the problem with old characters? Their stats are so unfathomably bad that what's even the point of a legacy card most of the time? Well, they're using that to their advantage. Miss Marvel. She's either 145 or 50. 145 doesn't exist. Don't look at it, you're never touching it. Uh she has a trait. Adjacent opposing characters have a maximum defense value equal to Miss Marvel's printed defense value. She starts with a 15, then gets hit onto a 14 and 13. This is, I think, a case of an incredibly, insanely powerful effect on a figure so bad you will never see it played. Like, just... This for fifty points. This thing that will definitely die and never attack just makes your defense fifteen. That's that's it. It's good. Not worth the points.
3: Just that's a lot of off. extra attack value.
2: <laughs> it it is, but Tough. fifty points for four clicks of fifteen yeah. toughness with eight you attacks.
3: You can play Superior
2: Spider-Man instead, yeah, right? Or Iron, Iron Man Spider, Prime, or yeah. Or Spider-Man Prime, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, Iron Spider. Tough. Uh, yeah. Tough to justify. Uh, but great effect. Wasp! Yeah. So Wasp is 30, uh, 40 points. Uh, has an attack power in cap when she uses it. Deal each hit character one pen for each token on them. And then she has six range, two targets. Running shot out of power. Uh, tiny leadership. Senses, um, not really probably gonna be played, but not bad um hulk i liked this hulk for like two minutes and then realized that he can't be played um so he has a really fun trait doesn't banner know that hulk hates him more than anyone once per game when hulk would be ko'd instead turn him to click number 11 protected pulse wave uh on a click number 11 he is a 7 stealth 8 attack 15 defense special power 1 damage special power his defense power is when Hulk would take damage, said turn him to click number four, protect the pulse wave. Uh, and his damage power is outwit, perplex, prob, safeguard, outwit, standard damage symbol. Uh, yeah, for 100 points, he's a 8, 10, 17, 4, impervious, or uh, invincible shape change, speed power. Speed power is charge, void, plasticity. He just doesn't have the powers or stats to. Be worth it at 100. He is hard to kill because he has uh, seven clicks with some decent defense on some of them. And then when he dies, he goes to banner. And then you have to damage ban- banner to go to click four. Then you have to damage him again. So he, it's a lot to put him down. But it, you're really not caring if he's there. Like, I'm I'm not. Yeah, you just sort of ignore him once he's on the click 11. Yeah, like if I hit him to banner. I ignore him most of the time. Yeah, like if he if he's outwit proper plex, yeah, that's annoying. But I don't really care. Like unless he's like outwitting my one character with movement attack, I I'm not gonna care. Yep. Uh, Captain America. This is the dual base from the Captain America set. Uh, the rare. I actually like this one. Um, fifty points starts off as a nine eleven eighteen three Avengers Defenders team ability. Uh, he has a trait, Captain America's shield. He, Captain America begins the game with a shield token. When he has a shield token, modify his combat values plus one. Uh, free, remove the shield token from Captain America and place it in a square within four squares in the line of fire. At the beginning of your next turn, return the shield token to Captain America. So, yeah, he's top dial a 10-12-19-4. Uh, he's a second trait, Flurry, Giant Reach 2. When Captain America makes a close attack, he may target opposing characters if he occupied the square the shield token occupied. So, th- this guy's real fun, because you can just run up, uh, or you place the shield token, run pretty much wherever, and then just flurry from that square. Like, you can free action, place the shield token within four, charge back six squares, then giant reach flurry from that square. That's cool. It's fun. Like, it's it's a lot of maneuverability. For 50 points, he's eight clicks. Uh, he do, he does get some pretty bad stats, but the shield token always helps with that. He's he's always at a minimum a ten three. Um, he just has why does he have one random click of close combat expert? What what were designs back in two thousand ten? This is this is wild.
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely. Um, next we have Iron Doom. Uh, is this a this is a what if right? Because I feel like this is just the same as, like, demon in an
4: armor. Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, it depends. There have been a bunch of times where they've dressed up in each other's armor. I guess writers just have fun with putting them in each other's armor.
2: Hey, <laughs> you both have armor, and friends. Put them
3: in different armor. But yeah. uh, I don't know where this one specifically comes from.
2: Uh, anyway, he's, Probably he's 125 life. points, okay. meaning to doom him 8 range, eight twelve eighteen four running shot, special powers. He's a trait, when an opposing character within range would heal, they instead heal one click less. That just straight up stops healing most of the time. That, like, fully stops, like, Carnage Surfers, for example. It fully stops the Masters of Evil swapping. Like, it's, I'm not saying this guy's playable, or that you should build around him. But... That's a pretty good pretty good trait uh defense power invincible mastermind shape change protected pulse wave outwit so he he has those if you're not getting around it uh then a the damage power outwit perplex when he uses either the the duration doesn't end until he uses that power again or this power is lost so permanent outwit and perplex uh pretty cool um if like if we get to a point where Carnage Surfer is literally every single game, I wouldn't be shocked if someone busted this guy out, but because mm-hmm. like he he can just tank hits and stay in that top click and. Just I mean, back, yeah. But...
3: If Carnage Surfer is every single
2: game, you're probably more likely to reach for a Necrozord than an Iron Doom. No, for sure. Um, this next one I'm I'm just disappointed at. Uh, Iron Man and War Machine. Uh they have the same split power from uh Batman team up, all those guys. Uh and so when Iron Man and War Machine was KO'd by an attack before removing them from the game, you may generate a character named Iron Man and or character named War Machine on their last clicks, then heal them each, two clicks. The total points of the generated characters must be equal or less than Iron Man and War Machine's point value, protected pulse wave. Um so if you kill this incredibly easy to kill one eighty point figure, you can then kill two more things also for more points. Uh Cool, why would I want to do that? Uh, their second trait, willpower, Power, but succeeds on a 3 through 6. When they use it and succeed, they heal one click. And then also traded ESD, Protected Outwit, with ESD. Uh, improved targeting, shoot out of Adjacency, and Hindering. They are a 9 range triple targets, 10, 11, 18, 4, Running Shot, Energy Explosion, and Pervious Blank Damage. And then on clicks 4 through 7, they have a Speed Power, Hypersonic. When they use it, after solutions, they may make an attack. Um, kind of wish they just had free make it attack for like as a trait, but eh, for 180, yeah, just very expensive. For, th- they're just so expensive for an 18 impervious that I mean, nine range is a lot more than most people right now, but it's not enough to make these good sky tyrant still gets to this guy and insta kills him. So I don't, I don't I don't like him. Um, next up is another disappointing one, Thor Odinson uh i th- they just could have done so much more to this guy um he's 160 wasn't he like originally i think 185 or 180 so he didn't really even get that much of a point reduction and he's not even a title character anymore uh he just has two traits uh when thor rakes or Od- odinson takes a range destroy action at resolution to use use pulse wave as free as if he occupied a square that the debris marker placed it in that action so from seven away, he can shoot something and pulse it from it. But he starts with hypersonic, so you yeah. can't combo that. Um, So kind of useless. And then a the second yeah, trait... Yeah, hypersonic
3: when he... making it just seven away is a little,
2: little rough. Yeah. And then a second trait. When Thor Odinson clears one or more action tokens, give all opposing characters within a range an action token. Doesn't even have willpower. Like, all right, so just when he standardly clears, give everyone within seven at a token... Sure, he's 160 for 11, 12, 19 for hypersonic, super strength, invincible, blank damage. He's outwittable. He's a free 160 points. Why would you ever play this guy? He sucks. Uh, yeah, could have been so much better. Just just give him cosmic energy and he's fine. Like he, he gets willpower for his trait and can't be outwitted. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Uh, next up we have Squirrel Girl. Uh, this is a super rare from the Captain America set. 35 points for 6 clicks is fine. Uh, as a trait, modif- uh, Scroll Girl modifies her combat values plus 1 and can use Super Senses if her Tippy Toe Bystander is not in the map. Free, generate a Tippy Toe Bystander max 1. Uh, important about this is it's not once per game or anything, so if it dies, you can just keep making Tippy Toes. And Tippy Toes, for reference, are 8, 11, 16, 1, Hypersonic Precision Strike Senses it's like Blank Damage. It's legitimately very good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good pog. Um, and then she has traded support tiny for some reason. Yeah, why is it squirrel not tiny? Like I don't, I don't know. Uh, she's a trait support. When Squirrel Girl uses it, she may choose friendly characters adjacent to her tippy-toe bystander, regardless of adjacency. So, is I mean, actually cool? fine for thirty-five points. Yeah, I I don't hate it. I mean, not good, but it's not no. bad. Like support is yet. Good. Can she drop off? Yes. Would you ever play this on a drop-off team? No, that's dumb. <laughs> but, I mean, the pog, she's legitimately good just to sit and spawn and just be like, okay, here's a tippy-toe. Here's another one. Here's another one. Yeah,
3: and then just... support up her friends when tippy-toe walks up to them. Yeah,
2: like that's fine. Um, yeah, she's she's fine. Not that great, not that bad. Alright. um, I don't even want to talk about this one. It's just so disappointing. Avengers Prime. Uh wow, they just—they butchered this guy. Uh, they're 300 or 180. They have the split same split trait. When they would be KO'd, you may generate a character named Captain America and/or Iron Man or Thor. Heal them two clicks from their last click. Total points can't be more than their point value. Protected Pulse Wave. Um, you know the drill. They start off pretty strong. 8 range, triple target, 12, 13, 19, 6. Their speed power is running shot, sidestep, free, make an attack. Uh, So, like, yeah, they have a really good reach of literally 16 with sidestep, running shot, 6, 8 range. So full map reach on a small map. Not bad. Um, So they're potentially attacking twice, 13, 6, or just energy exploding twice, whatever. Or energy... Exploding, then attacking twice because it's not a free make a range. Um, on clicks three, four, seven, and eleven, they have an attack power, energy explosion, pensai precision strike, quake. Uh, and then on click five, six, nine, and eleven, they have a damage power. Stop. But only the first time this click is revealed each turn, they can reduce penetrating damage. Why is it the only time they can? Why is it the first time each turn? Why, like their combat values are bad. Why is it not just stop? Like it's a good question. They're three hundred. It's pretty easy to just grind through them in a turn. They're three hundred points for outwittable nineteen impervious. I know nothing that can't beat this one v one basically. Like that's an overstatement, obviously, but you, you get my point. This is just this is bad. Yeah. This is so bad. Like I, I would. Want to play this in a 300 casual event and then realize, no, I'm just gonna lose to any team that has pen. Like it's it's. But
3: hey, they can reduce penetrating damage only on their stop clicks. Isn't that so good?
2: Yay! They have pseudo invincible <laughs> on those clicks. I I don't know. They. I think they were just scared of making this figure good because it's such an iconic figure and it's like. It's also that figure that for like three sets people have been saying it's getting a legacy card, it's getting a legacy card, and then it finally did. Um, but yeah, I don't. Know. It's just disappointing. Um, yeah. Nick Fury is bad. Forty points, six range, two targets, shield ta, eight ten sixteen two stealth leadership. Has a trait leadership perplex. If Nick Fury can only use leadership when he uses it, he succeeds on a four through six and then when Nick Fury uses leadership and succeeds until your next turn other characters can't increase action totals Uh, so don't play Spirit of the Game of Merlin with him and your opponent potentially only has three actions for 40 points and that's it yep I hate this figure Uh, Loki
3: he's very bad terrible stats only does anything if you succeed your leadership really Mm. just
2: terrible uh, Loki was really close to being good, but they didn't give him a movement attack. But honestly, I'm fine with that because then he would have been broken. Uh, he has two traits. Uh, he starts off at 85 points, eight range, two targets, meaning to doom. Uh, Miss six ta. He's a 12, 12, 16, three phasing psychic blast, invulnerability prob. First trait is sidesteps, shape change, super senses, stealth. When Loki rules a single d6, increase the result by one. I mean, that's just good. He has double rollouts that are four through six. And any other effect you could give him through equipment or whatever is just plus one. I guess. It's fine. And then the second trait, mind control. When he uses it, modify attack plus one for each action token on the target. So with traded sidestep and then 12 speed 8 range, I'm kind of glad he doesn't have running shot, because if he did, then he's just a running shot with like a 14 attack, 8 range double mind control. I don't know if that's really that good, but I'm just glad he doesn't have it. He seems fine.
3: He's pretty hard to kill. He has reasonable attacking stats. He's not like yeah. fantastic, but
2: I think he's good. Yeah. Um. Alright, next up, we have probably the best one, Uh, Ultron. This is the like OOG Ultron, all the way back from Infinity Challenge. Uh, He's 150 points. He is a 10 range, triple target. Cosmic Energy, Masters of Evil. 12, 14, 18, 3, Energy Explosion and vulnerability. He has three traits, all of which are some of the best traits in the entire game. Uh, First one is Mastermind. When Ultron uses it, friendly characters with Ultron in their name are considered adjacent. That's just map-wide. If your head name is Ultron, he's masterminding to you. Uh, Ultron can use all standard fr- powers other friendly characters with Ultron in their name within range can use. So if you're within 10 squares and an Ultron, he has all your powers. Ultron can draw a line of fire from other friendly characters within Ultron in their name. When he does, he has a maximum range value of 3. So just cross-map shooting with Ultron. Uh, that's mainly important because of his second trait, leadership. When he uses it succeeds, he may generate an Ultron drone from this set. Mm -hmm. Uh, so he can generate a figure that has mind control, and then just give himself 14 attack, 10 range triple target mind control. That draws line of fire for friendlies. That's good. Yeah. Like, add that to himself being next to impossible to kill. Pretty good. Um, and then lastly, his last trait... Ultron can reduce penetrating damage. Once per turn when another friendly character with Ultron in the name is KO'd, roll a d6. Heal Ultron equal to half the result. So let's say you somehow didn't manage to damage him because he just decided not to mastermind to his drone. Now he does, and he just heals. So this is how you
4: make uh, Master of Evil theme work. Play this guy and some drones
2: as
3: well as the chases.
2: Sure. I wish there was a Ultron chase to get powers from. That'd be awesome. And, and this guy is definitely the reason why the rare Ultron in the set only has Sidestep. Yeah, true. So if you want... But him, honestly, you don't really want him to leave
3: your starting area if you can avoid it anyway, so it's
2: probably not a big deal. Yeah. And, like, I don't legitimately hate you playing him plus, like, the super rare one from Empire, which does give him running shot. And it gives him, like, running shot and previous enhancement.
4: And then like a Pervious that reduces pen, it's just another rollout. Uh, and then he also gets access to the drones, which are a sidestep. Uh, yeah. Don't don't
2: hate it. Uh, alright, and then last thing in the set General Thunderbolt Ross. Um, is this the first time they've legacied a gravity feed piece? No idea. Probably. Um, Seems like... so, this, so this figure was really cool back in his heyday, and I don't know if you ever played him in bronze or silver when he was legal, but he had a pretty cool attack power, didn't he? I know
3: about the black swan combo,
2: but yeah, I didn't actually play it. He he had a old power, which was, uh, he just essentially picks a square on the map, and he deals damage from that square. It's not targeting, so you don't, like, get to roll out or anything. He just, power action, deals three damage to a team. It was really good. Um, this is I think one of the top five worst HeroClix figures ever made. <laughs> um, like I'm, I'm sorry. I did, no hate of whoever made this, but man, this is so bad, so so bad. Maybe I should be hating. Yeah, I mean, this. Uh, this is a 45 point pog. Yeah, he has no traits, two special powers that he doesn't start with for 45 points. You get a 6-9, six, 16-2, toughness leadership. That's it. Okay, yep. let's say you hit him to click. Yeah,
3: sorry, I forgot to mention that him being a 45-point pog is the best case scenario. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's not what he actually is. He's that. Uh, So he has an attack power on all three, on clicks two through four. When this click is revealed by an opposing attack, after resolutions... Deal one penetrating damage to the attacker and all opposing characters adjacent to the attacker. Okay. So, is this probably, like, the best mastermind fodder? Yeah, it's just really expensive and it can also just get fully countered. It's not worth the risk. But if you knew it could go off and you could just make your opponent take three pen and you could make it happen to a group of people, sure. But since that's such a rare scenario, you're never spending the points to do it. And then let's say this 45.16 toughness somehow lives on click three or four. Well, free action once per game, you can place a Red Hulk bystander on the map and place General Thunderbolt Ross on his card. And when the bystander's KO'd, KO Ross. Uh, this bystander must be amazing, isn't it, Evan? So good, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's an 8-11-18-3. Eight, Charge, poison, impervious, outwit. It's fine. It's a pog. Yeah. I mean, hey, he's X-Men. <laughs> so is he the new maggot? Because he, he can drop a poison mm. pog.
3: Yeah, absolutely. He can move a whole five squares before he doesn't.
2: If he's been damaged by two penetrating that someone left on him and didn't finish him off on his 14 defense for 45 free points. Yep. For, like, a split-second period, when I first saw this guy, I was like, oh, playing with Iron Hammer and redirect the attack to him. And then I realized that it was only opposing characters for Iron Hammer's straight, and I was like, oh, even the joke team I was going to make with this guy that was bad (laughs) doesn't work.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, Mastermind could, but they just like at wit or something and yeah it they
2: can just out like, there's so many ways to get around it one outwit, and your dumb niche 45 point character doesn't even do the thing that you thought you might be able to do four clicks long 16 defense like not good or you know
3: they kill them with a character with invincible and then they didn't do anything
2: yeah all right well that's
3: that's it that's Wh- the set. Uh, I think they printed a lot of stuff they probably shouldn't have. Yeah. That's there's really not that much in this set that I'm excited for because I think it's just like generically good.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think stuff
3: is just sort of broken or not here. I like that they moved some stuff down in rarity that I think would have used to be higher in rarity, like the Thanos and Beyonder and stuff. Um, that ten point Hulk is fun. It's broken, but not like stupidly broken
2: it might be uh, stupidly broken but
3: it might be we'll see maybe i'm wrong I mean, about
2: that <laughs> I, I i think that figure is gonna be problematic i think it's this good. is gonna be problematic all the chases in some way or another are very playable um yeah we'll see wars. whether they combine
3: into being yeah. problematic it doesn't look like it to me but there are two at I, least really i think ones, they're so. reasonably
2: good i think they're yeah. just reasonably good
3: yeah i i think so i think they're probably better than the doom's but the Dooms had some, like, real silver bullet stuff that they could do, so not necessarily. Uh, I say as if the Dooms aren't still in Modern.
2: Yeah. Um, all right. I think that will wrap things up for us today. Yep. Um. I want to thank uh, today's co host Devin and Jay, who had to uh, dip out, but we still appreciate him. Uh, before we go, I want to thank our patrons who support, help us uh, bring this and other content to you. So if you want to become a patron, the site is patron.com slash jsaclicks. Uh, patrons get access to the Patreon Discord, early access to episodes. Um, we have all the usual social media under the JSA name, including a Facebook page and group, uh, Twitter, Instagram, as well as a YouTube channel. Uh, I also want to quickly mention some affiliates of our show who have their own content. Uh, one of our teammates, uh, Renee Adams, otherwise known as Happy Little Hero Clicks, is our own YouTube channel. Uh, we also love Aries, who has the usual Facebook page, Patreon, and other stuff under Dishing of Clicks. Um, and it goes without saying, do I need to ask if you've ever heard of ClicksNicest.com? Uh, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you make sure to have fun the next time you play Here Clicks, whether it's competitive or casual.